Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. <laughs> Alright, let's just do it. I mean, I'll probably just do Kevin and see which one of you react. Alright. Welcome to another Free Fall. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's try this again. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. Hi, I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We also got Kevin Matusek returning to the show. Hey, what's going on? And we got first time on the show, Todd Optional. Hey, what's going on? How's the band going, Todd? It's going great, actually. I, you know, I got a good laugh uh, out of that podcast when you guys were talking about that, <laughs> about the whole band thing. And I, and I kept telling uh, Kevin Matusek is, you know, my last name is actually Litke. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is my last name. And the only reason why it's like that on Facebook is because of my daughter. I couldn't let her go on Facebook with her last name because she's young and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So sure. I just switched my last name so she didn't feel bad. So okay. it's actually Litkey. Oh. Nice. <laughs> that actually explains a few things. Your last name yeah. was optional. Yeah. yeah. I, you want to know what? I have a lot of people that say optional. What the heck is that all about? <laughs> your mom hate you you know what's going on i mean <laughs> who is your father do we know yeah who's who's your father what does, he, what does he do optional he's an optional kind of guy but yeah. yeah all right so this is episode 31 road to flight fest 2016 yay mm-hmm. can't wait couple days of bust. Yeah. all right so how's everyone's week been busy yeah busy yeah yeah, I'm sure everyone got some stories. So let's uh, let's start with the new guy on the show, Todd. How's your week? Yeah. Uh, week's been good. Uh, just been working and trying to get everything packed up for uh, for Flight Fest. Uh, getting ready to move my CNC machine, my uh, shop's prized possession. Uh, nice, nice. Load it up into the load it up into the Jeep and uh, drag it down to. Drag it down there for everybody to uh, take advantage of me so I can uh, go ahead and cut airplanes for them. Nice. Sweet. And show it off. And yeah. show it off. I got yeah. to have other people lined up seeing what it's all about. I mean, this way, uh, it, it's really a cool a cool tool to have in the shop. And uh, I, I would like to see more people have them, really. Mm-hmm. So how? what's the area? What's the, like, how large a piece can you cut? Uh, I can cut about a, uh, f- a four and a half, uh, four foot by uh, about two and a half feet. Oh, wow. I cut. It's it's a pretty decent size. It's got yeah. quite a berry on it. Um, that's long, yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's what she said. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but uh, no, it's totally a cool machine, and uh, it, it does have some size to it. It's going to take a little bit of a uh, little bit of butter to get it fitted, you know, fit into the Jeep. Yeah. Uh, for for the trip down, but um, yeah, it's going to be able to do it, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to you know talk to the people. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few people that are going to ask some questions. Oh, you're going to have a billion questions. Yeah, I'm going to have a few. Looking forward to answer. Yeah, you you want to know what? I'm I'm more than willing to sit down and I know Kevin Matusik is too. You know, we'll sit down and I'm we're happy to show, you know, what these things are all about and, mm-hmm. and how they work and what you need and if you want to get into it. It, it. it does hit the wall a little bit, but um it's well worth it. It yeah, really is. On that. Yeah, and we are 
yeah, Kevin Matusek and I are working on that. So Ooh. we're nice. trying. To, I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll let I'll let Matusek drop that one. <laughs> It'll be for him. All right, Matusek, then you go. Uh, this past week, I was in Florida. My wife and I decided that a week before Flight Fest, we should go to Florida. Okay. Uh, she's actually born and raised there, so we're visiting her family and and whatnot. And I actually talked her into staying the second week because I'm going to Flight Fest, or, you know, so she might as well stay in Florida. So I oh, flew nice. back. Uh, I took the red eye back home last night from Tampa to Pittsburgh. I uh, landed in Pittsburgh about uh, 11 o'clock p.m. Got back to the house at 12.30 this morning and then went to work at 4.30 this morning. Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, and I got home from work today and disassembled my CNC machine and loaded it in the trailer. And I've still got a bunch of odds and ends to, to get rounded up and loaded up. And But we're going we're gonna to make it happen. Nice. Nice, yeah. Cool. Kevin. Yeah. The other Kevin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I paused on purpose. So, dude, the f- day finally came where I yes. freaking, four months after I started this, I almost said stupid. It's not, oh, stupid. No. It's not stupid. This freaking project. Quite impressive. Oh, man. I got to made in that large scale version of my special project for Flight Fest. So, um,. And it was pretty freaking awesome. I showed up at the field and I had it in pieces because I got to bring it in a Jeep. And uh, I had like a pit crew. I had Steve, you helped me out. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of our members, Ricky, helped me out. Yeah. Um, and there was another guy, Alex, I think his name is, who was who was helping me with the elevator when I got away. Oh, uh, yeah. Alex, yeah. He does most of the instruction stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I got this massive thing together and it flew exactly like the small one. It was so cool. I barely had to trim. I didn't even have to trim the elevator or rudder. I just had to trim ailerons like slightly. Yeah. That's really rare. You know that because things don't scale up the right. same or down. I don't. I have no experience with it other than you know taking a flight test plane and blowing it up bigger um, or smaller. But uh, for me to just like take plans, uh, these are plans. For, they're balsa plans from 1955 that I found online, and uh, just to to make the 47, they were for a 47-inch balsa plane. And uh, I guess because of the nature of it uh, at the time being a one-channel plane, the way it the way it just went together I, I think uh, was, was pretty awesome. And then when I blew it up to the large scale, it was, oh, dude, I was, like, blown away. Especially, it was cool because we got video of it. And, uh, well, you'll probably see it if you're at Flight Fest because I'll, be, I'll have it there. But we got video of it, you know, me taxiing down at the end and ended a runway and taking off. And nice scale, like, takeoff was pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I turned, I made 190 or a 180-degree turn and started coming back across the field. And uh, everybody started clapping behind me. Like, I had the whole club, like, was there and started clapping. And I was like, wow, that's that's too cool. You know, I'm like, thanks. Uh-huh. So then it came and landed, and it landed, like, just like the small one. It, it just floated right in. It was pretty amazing. And, yeah. uh, yeah, dude, everybody's congratulating me and everything. And I was thinking, you know, on the way home, I'm like, you know, if I just built this myself, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be an accomplishment. But if I didn't have the club, you know, um, what really made it worth it was I had like two or three guys come up to me and they were like, that's the coolest thing I've seen since I've joined this club. Like that was the, that for me, that made it all worth it. Like they got to enjoy Aww. that. Uh, so it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, it was Kevin, really kind of misty. Kevin impressed a bunch of plankers. Aw. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, they were that's plankers, awesome. too. <laughs> hey, nothing, nothing wrong with the planker, folks. But I know. Know. Don't, don't, let's not forget them. <laughs> I I also can impress RC helicopters. Planker lives matter. No, no. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Planker lives matter. I love it. Oh, boy. No, yes. no, that thing was really impressive, dude. Like, you have quite the skill of building with foam and wood and whatever like you need to do a balsa kit because if you're that good with foam you need to start transferring that to some balsa kits yeah i'll probably go insane building a balsa kit though yeah i'll just be like but do you want to know what they're they're fun they're a challenge and they're fun and uh you know try scratch building it's great they don't crash well no they don't crash at all but but at least the building aspect like you you know because you're very meticulous with your build so like that'll come in like, you know, hand in hand with boss bills. You'll be standing this little rib down and get it perfect. Yeah, you yeah, should it try. Was, it'll be it'll be fun for you. It was cool. I'd like to do a boss build. I would like to do. We should get you a CNC machine and let you go ahead and uh, work it from there. You can go there ahead go. and literally scratch build well, your whole entire plane. You cut all your custom balsa pieces and everything. Yeah, I did download a, like um, since I have the 3D printer. I downloaded a whole CNC machine. That I can 3D print and then build that, and it's with don't 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 do that. Don't do that. No, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, don't do that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like the the parts, like for small parts, you know, you could 3D print, but like for like the rails and stuff, you need to have like extruded aluminum. I think. Like, well, it doesn't use it uses um EMT from like Home Depot, like three quarter EMT. Okay. I don't know. I I'll, I'll run past the guys. When I see yeah, it, or, yeah, well, we'll we'll talk about it at Flight Fest for I'm sure. I'm curious to see how they they like take the bed and get it out there, like as if it's all in one piece, and we'll see. Yeah, have to check it all out. The oxyNC machine is all one piece, uh, at least for me for transporting it. Um, Kevin yeah, Matusik, you got to take yours. Of, how about how 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 much did you have to take yours apart to get it to transport? When I built my machine, I, I built the bed of the machine on a table. So it actually has legs, and the whole thing sits all higher than belly button high. I think it's four foot high so that it's at chest level so you don't have to bend over mm-hmm. to work on it or, or, or to pick your projects up. Okay. So it's its own freestanding uh, machine. So I had to take the gantry and the, uh, the X uh, drive screws off of it, um, and, and that's about it. Uh, of course, oh, okay. I had to un- uh, unwire all the all the electrics, and they're all marked and tagged. So that's yeah, not a problem. <laughs> nice. But, uh, it's in it's in. Let's see, the machine itself is in five pieces right now. The gantry is separate from the from the table, and the uh, steppers for the X are off and separate. Mm-hmm. And then the computer and the uh, uh, driver board power supplies are are separate right now. Okay. And the vacuum for the vacuum table is separate right now. Nice. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> of course, so I've got this all set up in a, in a small room in my basement, and I've been cutting plywood and MDF and foam and all kind of stuff with it. And you can suck that stuff up with a shop vac, but you it's you still get it everywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I took the opportunity while I was tearing it all down. I got my compressor with the blows out and right. blew everything out and make sure you get all that dust out of the computer and out of the power supplies and mm-hmm. so it's uh it should run cool as a cucumber right now it should be good to go awesome cool 
to just one final note on my thing, uh, my mm-hmm. big project there. Uh, I flew it twice, and the second time I came in, this the first time I came in really smooth, like super smooth, like atypically not me landing smooth. Uh-huh. Uh, and the <laughs> second time I hit kind of hard and broke the the wheel mount off because uh, it's kind of a long story. I had planned on using different wheels. They didn't come in. I had to, like, figure out how I was going to put wheels on this thing to maiden it uh, before Flight Fest. And I'm in Home Depot, and I'm looking at one of those spreaders for, like, grass seed. And I'm like, oh, I think I have one of those at home. And then I said... Uh, I looked at it closer, and I was like, "Oh, and wow, the wheels actually pop off if you squeeze these two little pieces in." So I was right. like, oh, "I'll just, I'll just 3D print something that can hold those." And I did, but they weren't strong enough, so I had to redo those. I'm actually printing the last one out right now, uh, so that should be ready for some some of my typical landings. Yeah, turned uh, out extras. Yeah. What are you running yeah, for yeah. electronics on that? It's um, it's a 280 kV motor, uh, six L five thousand. And a hundred amp ESC, and the props like twenty two by twenty two by eight. Twenty two by eight. Yeah, yeah. It's quite nice. large. I, I used to fly. Uh, I used to fly thirty five and forty percenters. So mm-hmm. you start talking about a thirty two inch prop, you know, yeah. around there. That's 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 a nice lawnmower blade to be spinning. That's something the. That's something you get nervous about when you start popping those things over with your uh, with you know by hand. Oof. Yeah. yeah. Carbon fiber blades. Yeah. Uh-huh. The funny thing is, I, I, I don't know if it was Chris Ryber or one of the other guys uh, that I've talked to recently. They were like, you know, these guys have these big flying uh, giant warbird events around the area. You know, like I think one's in Delaware and one's in like New York State or something like that. The criteria is it has to be, you know, a, a warbird and it has to be, if it's a biplane, it has to be larger than 80 inches. And I think if it's a fix, you know, if it's a single wing, it has to be 90 something, 94 or larger. So this thing's ninety four biplane. So I was I forget who it was. I thought it was Chris who said that would be a freaking pisser to show up with that thing and you know, everybody's got their twenty, thirty thousand dollar machines and you show up with the <laughs> the foam board plane. Yeah, excellent. excellent. Yeah. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Excellent. I'd definitely do that. I wanna paint it all up though and uh, you know, I wanted to have it I wanted to have more done, of course, but uh yeah. We'll see. Everybody should get a kick out of it. It's pre- it's pretty cool. So you made that out of the new uh, flight test foam board, didn't you? Yeah. Yep. What's that like to work with? Is it different than the white stuff, or is it about the same? Or the only difference I saw was uh, it it has like a wax coating on it, and the knife actually went through easier with the really? wax coating on it for some reason. Yeah, that's about it. I I'm not sure how the I, I didn't think the tape stuck that great to it, but um, it didn't really. What about come, hot glue it, and stuff? Does that stick to it the same? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think. There was a few times where I was like, "Wow, this really stuck quick." Um, I think it was when I was actually uh, hot gluing some of the the wood I had right to the foam that it, that hmm. it stuck real quick. I can't wait to get my hands on some of the millet. Todd said it mills pretty good, but it does. Uh, I made a uh, uh, bloody baron was my test piece uh, for that foam. And uh, I, I, I know what you're saying about it, uh, you know, the waxy coating and trying to get something to stick to it, like uh, like tape. Um, yeah. I had I had done the <laughs> I had done the Bloody Baron. For some reason, people at my club, they're just they're, they're tripping out over this thing. They freaking love it uh, because it's that uh, cardboard box brown. 
yeah. Uh, yeah. color. Yeah. I had put uh, I had put UPS, uh, like the UPS label on it, and you know, like a big UPS symbol, and it's got like the UPS hazard <laughs> things on it. Uh-huh. Nice. nice. It's fragile and all that stuff, and people in my club are just tripping out all over the thing. I I thought. I have a vinyl cutter at work and I was bored one day and I'm like, I'm just going to pull out some of the scrap vinyl and I'm just going to make this cause I'm like stupid bored. So <laughs> I, I made that in the UPS theme and I'll have it at flight fest. Um, cool. it's, it's really cool. Uh, and it's a great foam to mill. I haven't had any issues with it at all. Um, Dollar Tree foam board will tend to ball up as Matusik knows it'll, it'll ball up, but yeah. Um, it uh, I haven't had that problem with the the new waterproof foam uh, foam board. It works. I, I think it mills great. Yeah, I would think it would mill better. Yeah, it does. And, and I think it. I really think it's because of that wax coating or yeah. whatever coating they have on the top there. I think it really keeps it from binding. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like the the Dollar Tree foam board has that. Uh, it is like a real fibrous paper. Right. That's on it, and I think that's why we get the get the paper balling up and everything. But I think with the wax coating, I don't think we. I, I think we totally avoid that. It builds real nice. So anyway. Sweet. Yeah, when I was unloading it, they were like, "Hey, you brought the box. Where's the plane?" Yeah. <laughs> so did someone say like, "Oh, where's the pizza or something?" Like it looks like a pizza box or something. I don't know. So Steve, oh. how was your week? Uh, my week was good. So we flew yesterday, and I think, I mean, I, I did a little bit of flying before you got there, but then when you got there, it was like uh, probably an hour, I would say, or an hour and a half just working on your plane. Yeah, because so, there was a couple of things I had to finish up, like mm-hmm. linkages and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. See, I can't believe you guys are flying this close to the flight fest. Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? I, I got stuff that, that I've got to take to flight fest, and if I fly it, I might crash it. So. Oh. Yeah, I figured, Kev. I was like, you know what, Steve's video in it. If I if this thing goes into the trees or whatnot, whatever. I'm like, I'll just send Bixler the freaking footage, and I'll be like, listen, man, I tried. Yeah, <laughs> this is how it crashed. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he had to test it. You know, I mean, I guess he could have test made in it there too, but um, you know, he wanted to build it just make sure. The only reason I wanted to really maiden it and it was just a safety reason. Like, you know, I didn't want right. to have some weird tendency and like whip off into the crowd or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, that was the only reason why I, I definitely wanted Cause you know, the small one with all the research I did before I moved the motor angle, it was kind of like it was, it was a handful. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to check it out first. Yeah. And plus it'll make me feel better flying it there. Right, more comfortable, right. less less eyes on you. Well, I'm sure they'll be looking at it, but I won't feel as nervous. You know, yeah, but you're gonna have a lot of people looking at that plane. So you can start mm-hmm. walking that plane out just from the sheer <laughs> size of it and being like the the flight test foam and everything. People will be like, "Ooh, what's that? What's that?" And there are gonna be a lot of eyes on you. So don't get nervous. You'll do. You'll do fine. We all get <laughs> them, them them flashlight markers and got like a bunch of uh, runway. Guys, right? There you right. go. Clear the, yeah, clear, clear, clear path. <laughs> yeah, clear platform. And I was actually thinking about entering my two hundred percent Mustang in the combat. We get a set, a oh, flag like they get on the on the. Uh, that would be crazy, carrier. right? I wonder uh, if I'd win. Big target. I, I can get like ten minutes out of a flight. On I that mean, thing. it's it. It would definitely be a big target. It's it's very slow moving, so it's not that agile, but. 
I mean, it could probably take a beating. Yeah, it would be so awesome to see like bunch of buddy, buddy wonders just bouncing off of it and stuff. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I'll try to land on you and and just wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. People listening are going to be like, one hand he talks safety, and now now he wants to enter that thing in combat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's safer? What's what is, what is so wrong about crashing a whole bunch of bloody wonders into a you know two hundred percent Mustang? I don't see anything wrong with this. I think it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's the safest thing out there. Yeah. I joined a club recently, and I was talking to those guys about combat. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll get the ribbons out. And I said, ribbons? I said, no. what about full combat, combat, full yeah. contact combat? Oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> really? Well, obviously, you guys don't fly foam airplanes. Right. right? <laughs> Jeez, we had helicopter combat one weekend at our field. But Steve got mixed up with another guy. Well, I thought we were combating. He didn't know we were combating. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get the memo. Huh? He didn't get the memo. Yeah. Oops. Yep. Um, oh. So, let's see. So, this past Sunday was actually our club's um, family day event. Right. And uh, our club president, Mike, asked me to do a demo flight with my, my 700 heli. So, I was like, sure, you know, I'll come out and, you know, I'll do a flight. Um, but I didn't know, like, I was... I kind of like set up my 700. I was like, oh, it's still kind of early. Let me just do a quick like warm up flight. You know, so I get it all set up and I bring it to the line and I, you know, I start taking it off. And then, you know, I'm just practicing. Like I'm like warming up, just doing very like easy stuff, nothing crazy. And then I land and I'm like, I hear people clapping. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This wasn't my demo. <laughs> I could do much more crazy things than this, you know? But I was like, okay. Hey, You're done next. But, yep. <laughs> Hey, people enjoying it. You know, I was cutting grass with the 700, so I, I think that's that's what people. I don't know. I feel like folks that don't watch um, aren't into really into the helis. You know, you can do the crazy stuff, and they're just like, huh? You know, like they're kind of mystified by it. But when you do stuff like just like go inverted and start cutting grass, like yeah. I feel like that's like they go crazy for that stuff. You know, which isn't that hard. Well, it is for me. I still crash, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it was cool though. But that you know, that was good. If, if you know, I'm glad that people were watching then when I didn't expect anyone to watch. So I wasn't as nervous. Like I, you know, I was just doing my normal routine, like normal, just you know, practice flying. So um, yeah, because if I knew that it was like demo time, oh, oh my god, I probably would have crashed because I would have been so nervous on the stairs. <laughs> Can we talk about crashes? Sure. Uh, you know, I've had people on Facebook say, you know. Because I talk about crashing all the time, because that's what mm-hmm. I do. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's not that I'm a bad pilot. I'm actually an accomplished pilot, but I'm always pushing the limit. Yeah. Right. You know, and I and I know that that I've got an airplane that that I've got five dollars in. You know, so I'm not mm-hmm. that that worried about it. I, I I think a lot of guys take I don't know if they want to take too much pride in their in their their planes. And they I mean, uh, my buddy Tom will fly an airplane all summer. And into the winter, the same airplane, and I, I don't know how he does it, honestly. I think it's part of the fun, actually. I mean, if it, I did, yeah, it sucks if it's like a balsa plane, but, geez, man, I got some twisted hobby stuff that takes a beating. I mean, I had it there at Neff, and yeah. I was having a blast with it. I got more foam tack on that than actual plane, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I just keep beating the crap out of that thing. Yeah, it's that's so that's much plane. fun. Like I've had some yep. of the. The most like four year old like belly laughs flying that thing, 
and just doing stupid things with it. That's wow. what foam's for. I mean, that's, yeah. that is exactly what foam's for. I've been flying for uh, for just about about thirty years. It, it, the crashing is a normal thing, and mm-hmm. I have had the most fun in my flying career flying these Dollar Tree foam board and all these right. other foam airplanes that are out there. I have more fun with these things. I like taking the lawn chair out, putting my feet up, and having a good old time. It's a lot better than trying to drag out some 30%er and 40%er and being all stressed out, you know, setting the thing up. And now, when, when uh, so, demo. Since you brought that up, if you're talking about like a big balsa build as opposed to like, a let's say, a flight test plane, uh-huh. Todd, how do you how do you feel about how do they fly in, in comparison to one another? Is the big balsa plane just hands down the better flying machine, or is is it taller? I mean, comparable to a flight test foam built plane, or is the the balsa heavier so it flies different? I mean, can you touch on that a little bit? I would say the balsa is lighter. Uh, well, it's I mean, you start talking about something that big, you know, uh, a forty pound airplane and. You know, at a hundred and twenty inch wingspan, I mean, and it's it its flight characteristics are are definitely just just the sheer scale. You know, it being mm-hmm. larger, it flies better. That's just the way. I, I guess you could say that's just the way that it is. I mean, there. I, I think it has to. I think it boils down to the pilot. Um, how comfortable the pilot is. I mean, when I flew giant scales, I mean, I was I was nervous all the time. Every time I took those things out, I was nervous as heck. I don't want to. I don't want to crash my six thousand dollar airplane into the ground, and I've yeah. done it. Oh, you know, and it's. Uh, I my my first giant scale was have, a uh, have a little Wendell. cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my my first giant scale was a, a Wendell Hosteller Plan um, Edge five forty T thirty five percent, which I scratch built, and wow. uh, two and a half years building that thing. It had a ZDZ eighty CC engine on it. I took that thing out, flew it on the field. I did two passes with it. I went to go do uh, a low-speed pass, and I just turned. And uh, one of the connectors came loose on the uh, ignition module, and the thing just dropped out of the sky, smashed in the ground into a billion pieces. Oh. Man, I was crushed. I was crushed. Two years of building. I, my my wife at the time, mind you, we're divorced now, the the RC stuff was actually involved. That's not the reason why, is it? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, not that plain, but I'll tell you what. She, was, <laughs> she wasn't too happy about the RC stuff. But, um, I mean, the look I got <laughs> when I was uh, – first of all, I was crushed. Thank you. Insult to injury. And then she turns uh-huh. around, gets in the car, and says, I'll talk to you when I get home. It's like, oh, God. It's like you're bracing. You know, the whole ride home, you're like puckering up because you know you're going to get gonna get yelled and screamed at. So. Right. Damn, two years. Wow. Yeah, it was, and it was a um, it was a build between me and two other guys, and uh, the that particular plane was built was supposed to be all build up, you know, build all the ribs, build everything. Uh-huh. For we took the tip of the wing and the uh, root of the wing, and we made templates, and we come, cut them out of foam. Okay, and so we hot wired them out. We did the balsa sheeting on them. And uh, we did that with the the turtle deck and the the belly pan, and we went through and built that thing up, and that's how we did it. And uh, it was a super strong plane, and you know, my my one of the guys he still flies it. The other one never got finished, but uh, the other one still flies. And wow. uh, nice. there's three builds. It was a good it was a good group build, mm-hmm. but it did take a long time to do it. And uh, I enjoyed it, but it was just yeah. 
Commitment. It was heartbreaking, man. It was yeah. heartbreaking when that thing hit the ground. <laughs> it's crap. Uh, wow. There is a definite there is a definite flight uh, flight characteristic difference between the you know the the smaller foam planes up to the you know up to the big stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin, I was thinking the same thing when I was taught when we were talking earlier about the the flight test planes and stuff like that. Like there was, a, I can remember a point in time. I don't wasn't that long of a point, but uh, that I was like, uh, all right, I'm kind of getting tired of the way these flight test planes fly, and I want to fly something that's built from horizon hobby or whatever and i was flying my sequoia a lot and uh but i eventually you know you, you go back to flying because i guess because stuff starts to twist you get a little hangar rash and your elevators twisting your rudders twisting a little bit and you just want to fly it you don't want to repair it <laughs> right well you know, i know for me uh, you know one. if i go flying i throw a couple planes in the truck me in the sun or whatever and you know, if you if you drive twenty minutes to the field or whatever, and then they're like you said, you hang your rash in the back of the truck or whatever, and then you're flying them and landing them, and you know you're you're landing maybe damp grass, dewy grass, and the you know, paper's getting a little messed up, and right. You know, I guess the foam plane for me, and maybe the new foam, the flight test foam, will change all that. You know, I hope so. Uh, but well, we'll see, because I plan on putting mine together once and leaving it under a tarp if it rains or whatever <laughs> for the whole weekend. Right. So we'll see mm. what happens. I've always had the, uh, and, and I've adopted this philosophy more now since I'm flying foam. And I keep telling my son, you know, cause he treats him, he treats everything that he builds and is, as gold, which is good. But I always tell him, build them, fly them. Don't fall in love with them. <laughs> because they're yep. gonna go, you, you know. It's just it. I keep telling him, I got a CNC machine. I can cut as many as you want. Go on out and have fun, kid. Yeah, and, uh, right. He's getting there. He's getting there. I need to get a CNC machine. <laughs> I think I say <laughs> that every time I talk about Kevin or whatever, and these these planes that you guys just cut out constantly. Just well, so let's, let's, no worries, let's talk you know? about that for a second, if 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 you want to. Yeah. Why don't we uh, go right to the the main topic then um we can start off with the cnc stuff and then we can kind of talk about what we're prepping and and the road to actually get out there yeah so cnc you guys are bringing it out there right both of you guys are bringing your own machines right yeah, oh, we're, yeah. Gonna, we're gonna bring both out both machines out there and set them up they were supposed to put us in one of the build tents yeah okay so oh, that's, that's what awesome. i wanted to confirm nice that's gonna be awesome um, and I, I apologize now for the noise because there's going to be a little bit of noise coming from them. Uh, yeah. Running the vacuum for a vacuum table, and then you mm-hmm. got the spindles turning, and so yeah, it's going to make some noise. Stepper motors running, and, mm-hmm. but uh, nice. no, but we're we're going to be there to uh, to cut anything that we have on file. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you bring your own creation or something that you found on uh, like uh, RC groups or something like that, as long as we can convert that file into a usable file that we can use. And okay. it's not like a like a two year build. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll we'll be more than happy to to cut out you know a a plane for you or two or you know answer questions about how a CNC works and mm-hmm. you know the different aspects of it and you know we we joke all the time about a hobby within a hobby and right. I, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Kev that you're uh, learning with that 3D printer that it's a hobby within a hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh. Boy, your guys are going to be busy the whole time. Yeah, well, I got I'm a feeling. Sure. Yeah, I, that'll be I, awesome, though. I think I think I speak for Todd. We're we're real interested in giving back to the community. You know, nice. we uh, 
you know, we've we've taken and taken and taken, and you're on Facebook, and and people were answering questions for you, and you're trying to learn, and you know, and you start out with knowing nothing, and you crash everything, you, you build the first, you, the first, the maiden, you know, when you're first learning. You know, we're finding the point now where we've we've learned a lot, and then together we've just feel like we've we've conquered something, and I think we're ready to share it. We're ready to share. Oh, yeah. it. Awesome. I was going to say absolutely. Yeah, giving it back to the community is is something that we really want to we really want to do uh, for everyone. So I mean, this this is I, I Matusik. I know you. I mean, and me too. We we've we've talked so much about uh, how to do this. There's there's a little bit of an art form to milling foam, and uh, you know we're putting our we're going to put our put our experience out there uh, for everyone to uh, you know ask questions and figure out if there's something for them and if they want to do it, you know, I'm, if you're in the Michigan area and you want to talk about how to do this and you need help, I'm always willing to help. You know, it doesn't matter too. even over the web. There's a couple people that I've helped, uh, over the past year, uh, have seen a couple of videos I have on my YouTube channel. Um, I've helped them get their CNC machines up and running and okay. you know, awesome. they're making, they're making signs. They're, you know, not just not just RC airplane stuff, but they are doing uh, signage and they're doing all sorts of projects. How yeah. projects around the house? Once you have a CNC machine, you'll you find out how versatile it is, and you'll. I mean, there's so much you can do with it. I mean, the hobby that we're in is is only a small part of it. I mean, right. Like you said, there's signage and there's. I mean, you know, if 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 you want a, a two-inch circle. And you create a two-inch circle within CAD or or, or SketchUp or something like that, mm-hmm. and you cut a two-inch circle. Right. And when you, you take a micrometer and you put on it, it's two inches. You know, so I mean, there's a lot, a lot of things you can do with that kind of accuracy and and repeatability. Yeah, absolutely. I found out the same thing with the 3D printer. Like I remember talking to Jeff. Maybe, geez, it had to be last year, probably at Flight Fest. We're like. You know, I'd love to get a 3D printer, but what would I print? And I couldn't answer that. But ever since I bought it, I don't think I've stopped printing. I mean, I did a lot of work on the big project, but uh, I've also had, like, side little things here. Oh, I always wanted a holder for this and print that and, Uh you know, little brackets here and there for for stuff and stupid figures of a (laughs) stormtrooper. But uh, (laughs) just like like my nephews are into Star Wars and I got a... uh, I got an air, not an airsoft, uh, just a little BB gun uh, from eBay, and just converted over to make the Han Solo's blaster. You know, so you can do all you do all sorts of crazy stuff. And that's exactly what I found. You know, like it just the machine doesn't stop. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing with the CNC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once you once you get it going and it's running smooth, it's uh, you really start to find uh, more things to do with it. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's a challenge. It's a, there's a little bit of a challenge element to it, uh-huh. uh, especially especially cutting the foam. It, it, there's a little bit of a challenge element to it. But like I said, Kevin and I pretty much got that. We, ah. We've 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 done the rodeo. We we've we've, right. we've did we've it. Done we've done everything. Work, so. Right. right. Yeah. And it was it was pretty challenging out of the gate. Out of the gate, we were all kind of screwed up. I mean, I had built my machine and and a week or two weeks, three weeks of of trying and different bits and different speeds and different feeds and mm-hmm. man this is never going to work and i built this big machine and i'm not going to be able to do what i wanted to do with it 
and then Todd was in the same boat, and that's how we we got together. We Todd and I have actually never met face to face. We get to Flight Fest; it'll be the first time we meet face. Really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. Wow. We've we've been buddies for a year now, and mm-hmm. and there there are day there are weeks that we talk every day of the week. You know, there are weeks that we talk two or three times a week, but every week we're we're communicating back and forth. Whether it's hey, did you try this? Hey, did you see this? Hey, what's going on? You know, so. It's been a good road. Nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you guys, uh, Kevin, you had sent me a text uh, a while back. I think it was a Hobby King CNC machine. Uh, no, it's actually a, a um, tarantula CNC machine. Okay. Uh, Todd has the exact model I have, actually. We bought them together. The models that we bought are more of a kit. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like a low, low-end kit. And I'm I'm not saying that taken away from them. They're actually nice machines. They're just they have a huge learning curve. You you just don't put an STL file on them and say go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, matter of fact, I still haven't figured mine quite out yet. I actually put it on hold for the summer because I'm getting ready for flight fest and building planes and that kind of stuff. I'll pick it back up in the fall. But uh, oh, you're yeah, talking I, about all oh, the 3D printer. Yeah. You see, you said tarantula CNC machine. Oh. I'm like, uh, what? What? No, no, no. The the, it was a 3D, the 3D printer. printer. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for three D printer. Oh, okay. Yeah, transfer. Yeah, I, I I love the heck out of mine. Mine's point and click. I, I got it set up to the point to where it's just I want to print this, nice. <laughs> and it just does it. It's yeah, awesome. Mine's, mine's not there yet. No tuning. Uh, it's all tuning. I tune it up a little bit. So for our listeners and for our, the folks that are going to be at FlyFest, I know you mentioned that um, just bring any, you know, if you have any plans, what, what file format do, do you guys need to print something or cut something out? We can take a, D, a PDF file as long as it's been created with a, um, uh, help me, Todd. Um, vector-based. Vector-based program. Vector-based, okay. Uh, we, can usually, we can usually uh, take those and convert them into uh, something we can print. Uh, where you run into trouble, uh, we had, uh, um, what was Blake's last name? Remember, Todd? Oh, um, what was that plane? It was the a slow, slow boat, yeah. Yeah, the slow boat, yeah. Yep, yep. We, had, we had Blake contact us last week and wanted us to cut him a slow boat at flight mm-hmm. test. And we're more than happy to do. Uh, he sent us some, some plans uh, and PDF files. And so I, I, need, I need to say this. Dan Spanhold, if you're listening, you make great flight test plans, but they're not CNC friendly. You know, I was just, I talked to Dan about that a couple times. Uh, I've been talking to him here for the past couple weeks. Um, I'm where I'm going to be cutting. I have the files for his planes for the baby planes, the baby Brit and the mm-hmm. baby Baron, and I'll, I, those are going to be available. We're going to be able to cut those at Flight Fest for folks too, but. Um, uh, yeah, I was talking to him about the plans, uh, about that stuff. You know, having him be CNC friendly. Of course, he's got his hands tied because they're, you know, they're flight test. Absolutely, so his hands are tied with some of that stuff. And right. I, I understand, but I'll tell you what, the the files he sent me for the uh, for his baby planes that he's that he's got, man. It, if I can get the CAD files, they're freaking awesome because it's just in line format. For me, I use um, I use a software called CamBam when I program. Uh, what I want to cut and okay. I, the DXF file when I, as soon as I pull it in it's just I organize it the way I want to organize it I give it the size of the sheet that I need and I go ahead and pick inside outside cut or does it have to be 
a 50% cut or a 100% cut, meaning mm-hmm. cut depth, you know, if it's a fold or if it's an actual cut all the way through. Right. Um, and, yeah, the DXF files are awesome. And Dan Spinals does a great job. He does great work on his with his CAD stuff. Absolutely. But, yeah, when when you get the when you get the PDF files and that's I had a, I've had a lot of people ask me um, how to convert a PDF uh, flight test plane over to a uh, you know to a usable format for mm-hmm. CNC machine and it's difficult because you got to take the you got to take the PDF in you got to go ahead and uh, I use a program called Inkscape you pull the PDF in you export it as a DXF. Then you got to pull it into another piece of software that you can go ahead and try to delete all the little hash lines and fold lines and all the extra information in this drawing that right. you don't really need for the CNC machine. Uh-huh. And once you get it all cleaned up, then you can go ahead and actually start, you know, pulling it into your software, whatever you're using, to uh, to program it, whether it's you know SketchUp or CamBam. So uh-huh. it, it's it's a it's, there's a little bit of work that's involved in trying to get the files uh, where they need to be and get all the extra unneeded information out of it. But uh, okay. it's well worth it's well worth it because it's repeatable. Right. Exactly. Once you get it set up, right. Well, that yes. was the problem with with Blake's uh, PDF plans. He gave us it was the plans of the airplane with a grid behind it. Ooh, yeah. So that when sounds you, like. Impossible. So, well, yeah. So when you when you converted that PDF into a DXF so that you could use uh-huh. it, the grid came with it. So you okay. could not uh, couldn't tell the difference between the grid and the actual parts of the plane. Oh wow! So you go in and you and and it's time consuming. You delete the grid, but you don't know that that line is also a line that connects this curve to this curve. Right. And that you would think that well, you just leave that line. It's not that easy. After we played with it there for a little while, I, I got back in touch with Blake, and he was able to to come up with another, a different PDF that we were able to manipulate. Okay. Uh, but back to your original question. Usually, most PDF files we can manipulate and uh-huh. and uh, cut. Uh, usually, any DXF file we can cut. Any SketchUp file. Okay. Uh, Sketch, SketchUp's the easiest because that's that's the uh, the software I use to cut with. Right. I just catch up to get to camp. What about um, <laughs> EPS or Illustrator files? You should be able to bring those in Inkscape, and you mm-hmm. should be able to export those into a DXF. As long as it was designed uh, with, uh, you know, uh, with a vector-based software. Right. Mm-hmm. I think Illustrator is. Illustrator uh, is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you, yeah, it should be able to export it into a DXF, and you'd be okay. So I'm, I'm curious, like, when – say that I have a plan, right, like – Something I want to cut. Um, how do you, how does the line-based software or vector files know like? To, to, how does it tell the CNC machine this is a fifty percent or this is a full cut through? It doesn't. So you don't use like different weights of the stroke or something of, of the line to so that the computer can tell or the software can tell the CNC so, or is it? So let's say you got a a uh, one of the early flight test plans. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say a uh, a Vigan. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Um, a Vigan doesn't have the all the hash marks and the extra uh, yeah. text and everything that Dan puts on them to make it easier for you to, mm-hmm. to to print them out and 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 make a template and that kind of stuff. Right. They're just they're just straight lines. Yeah. So you know from you know from years of building the, those planes, you know that that you know the outside cut is an outside cut, and you mm-hmm. know that the two lines together. You know, three sixteenths of an inch apart is 
a piece of foam that you're going to have to remove for a fold, whether it's an A or a B. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you, it's a little harder than just import the file, click a button, and it generates G code. Right. You actually have to go in and tell it this line has to be a fifty percent line. So do you and have to go li- through every single line? Yes, but it's a, it's not nearly as hard as it sounds. Okay. It, it, your first four or five probably times you do it, it's it, it, you get into a, a a work order, you know, and you say and you click 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 click, okay, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, it's you're just spitting them out. It you, there's a little learning curve. Yeah. But, uh, it's all about uh, it's all about flow and the way yeah. that you process the the exactly the way you process the job. You know, if you look at it, if you look at your cut, uh, what you're machining as a job, it's the way that you process the job. Um, there's you start to develop a certain way you like to see things done. Okay, I want to do all the fifty percent cuts first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go ahead and I'll drill where all the holes would be, like for like barbecue skewers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And and then you're like, you know, the last thing you want to do is you want to actually cut your piece out, cut your, yeah. you know, like cut the your wing perimeter. loose. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the outside perimeter. That's the last thing you want to do because you know after you after you go ahead and mill the whole thing out, you don't want the thing being loose moving around there. So right. you do all your detail stuff first, and then. You know, cut your piece up. So once you once you get into it, you start you start getting that method down. Um, it's pretty point and click. And oh. um, CamBam, the software that I use, um, I'm a robot programmer, so I'm very particular about how I like to have my programs uh, run and the way that they're assembled and put together. It's just a picky thing that I have, a little OCD. But um, mm-hmm. I have uh, little routines. Built. So when I say that I want to go ahead and do a 50% cut, I just go ahead and select uh, one particular routine. It already knows when it comes in that what the what the cut depth is going to be, what the speed is going to be, right? Um, you know how fast it can go ahead and take a corner, and you know how accurate it should be. Those are all there. It already knows the tool size. It already knows all that stuff. So it's kind of nice when I go ahead and select something in in my software. I just click and say I want a 50% cut. All the information's already right there. So when I go ahead and program, I select a line, select that, boom, you know, and I'm off and running. Okay. Now, now exclaimer though, what, what what's the license for that piece of software cost on? Uh, yeah, a little disclaimer on this. Uh, full disclosure, it is a hundred and fifty dollars software. Um, I I believe, and because of me and my pickiness, um. <laughs> I, I I sprung for the I sprung for the software license, and uh, I'm really happy that I did. I really like the software. Not that uh, you know SketchUp and the SketchyCam is a bad software. Um, it's actually, I'll be honest with you, this the SketchyCam with SketchUp uh, for it being a freeware, it is awesome. It, it works great, massively powerful. It has limitations. Yes. There are things you cannot do with it. But for the sake of cutting out airplanes, it's all you're going to need. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Todd, you said you were a robot programmer? Yeah. I was thinking, I'm actually a robot programmer, too. I got one of those Roomba things. The Roomba. Those things are awesome. <laughs> He's probably the one programmed it. Probably did. <laughs> I thought I thought he was screwed around. I thought he was like, you know, I got it right now. It's running right, right around my living room. It's all good. Yeah, I, I hit go, so yeah. I'm, I'm technically a robot programmer. There you go. No, that works. That works. No, I, I do. 
um, I, I right now I program water jets, so I cut, you know, I cut uh, like your sound deadening material and cars and stuff out of you know with robots that that spray water the diameter of your hair at fifty thousand psi. Wow. Uh, yeah, so yeah. That's cool. It's fun. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So one of the things Todd and I were have, have been working on uh, here recently is we've had so much fun and so much repeatability and accuracy and usefulness with the CNC machines that we have. We want to give that to the community. So collectively together, we've designed a machine that will cut uh, Dollar Tree foam board and light ply. And maybe more than that, if you, if, if you watch what you're doing with it. Right. Uh, for about four hundred twenty-five dollars. Wow! Really? That's not bad at all. That's, that's out the door. Now, wow! There, there are a few things that you're going to have to come up with yourself. Uh, these CNC machines uh, usually run off a, a Windows XP-based computer, like a Pentium Four or one of the. Uh, you know, usually it's a parallel port. Dumpster so, diving. Yeah, exactly. Hard <laughs> fail. You know, I've had people give them to me, you know, because they know that I'm into this. And it's, mm-hmm. hey, I've got this computer. It's a Pentium 4. It's 15 years old. It's junk. It don't work. You want Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because usually you can just format the drive, put XP back on it. Yeah. And you don't need to put anything else. You're not putting, you're not putting, you know, any kind of web browser. You're not even hooking it to the Internet. Yeah. Because everything I do is on a thumb drive. You know, I just move a thumb drive from my laptop to that. Mm-hmm. Windows XP machine, I'm in the file and I'm cutting foam. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin, you said you needed what on a Pentium 4? What was the reason for it? Parallel port. Parallel port, like oh, an old school port. printer ports? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, the LPT1. <laughs> yeah, you, you would think that they would be able to come up with, uh, okay, we can start actually using a USB drive. Or a USB port with some of this, uh, some of this software, or some of this, uh, yeah, uh, controllers and stuff that we have. Oh no, they they, they have to have a parallel port. Because I've used the USB to uh, use USB to serial. I use that on a daily basis. Yeah, some of the, the console cables, DB nines. Yeah, yeah, there exactly. are there are cards that use that you can plug a USB uh, into that work, but they're a lot more expensive. Right. Okay. So we're you know we're trying to keep this. Uh, Make it a very usable, powerful machine, but on the same same token, make it approachable. You know, so that you know you don't have to drop a thousand dollars or or fifteen hundred dollars into a machine that'll do this. You know, for four hundred twenty-five dollars, you're going to have a machine that will cut as good as my machine or as good as Todd's machine, cutting out airplanes. We have a a, a pretty good idea, and we actually have a a design that we've worked up, uh, and we're have that design at Flight Fest if anybody wants to see it. Uh, yeah, me. We, I got my hand we, up. Yeah. We don't. Uh, we ha- we haven't finalized it, finalized it yet. We're actually going to build one first. Make sure that everything is kosher. Uh-huh. Uh And then we're gonna we're going to freely release those plans to the community. And then there'll be some follow up videos to get you to get you going. Wow, right. that's nice. awesome, so, dude. You know, here's here's how you, here's SketchUp, and here's the fundamentals of how you use it. Okay, now you now you know how to use SketchUp. Here's SketchUcam, and then here's how SketchUcam works. And this is how you create a G code, and this is how you put that G code into the, you know, mm-hmm. your your CNC machine. This is and this is where you get the bits from, and this is the kind of bit you use, and these are the speeds you use, and these are the feeds you use, and and this is how you turn a PDF into a DXF. And you know, Todd and I are gonna, we're, I think we're gonna tag team it. Like I may do one, he may do one, and then mm-hmm. and you know, 
because we have two different machines, we have different methods. There's one way. There's more than one way to skin a cat. All right. Right. So, uh, I'm currently using a. Uh, I'm currently using Mach three as the, uh, the the program that actually runs the the CNC machine. It has a license. What was it called like 150 bucks for license for that? Yep. Another $150 chunk of software, yes. So so <laughs> you can buy that hunk of software. The demo itself will run 500 lines. You can download the demo free, mm-hmm. and it'll run just like the, the licensed version. It'll run 500 lines, and there's ways to get around the 500 lines. You know, We'll explain that. Todd and I joked about this earlier. If you're the type of person who is okay with acquiring, let's say, sketchy copies of... of software you can go that route if you're comfortable with that hold on sorry i was watching uh captain america civil war sorry uh, say that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I know what you're saying yeah you can go yeah. that route um mm-hmm. todd has uh, other options of some open source stuff that he's used in the past it's worked pretty well uh so you know we'll have that option available you know we just really want to give the community the ability to do what we do right that's uh, awesome, it, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's a, it is a totally awesome thing to come in the basement and look at your son and say, what do you want to do today? And he says, well, I want to fly a bloody wonder. You go, well, let's cut two of them. And in an hour's time, there's two of them sitting on the table ready to put electrics in. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, and then you're building them together. and Yeah, that's, that's just great. It is. It's awesome. My, my son, he just had his birthday here uh, a couple about two a week ago. He had his birthday. He wanted to have um, – I danced Bonholes, and I have been talking about doing a low-wing uh, World War II version of, you know, take, like, the Bloody Wonder and just kind of move it around, move the lines around and get it into a low-wing version. Uh-huh. And uh, about a year ago, I sent – Dan, a couple concepts and ideas for uh, the bloody Zero, the bloody Mustang. I want to do a bloody Spit and a bloody 109. And it's all kind of around this whole bloody thing. But they're low wings. And my son and I, we sat down one evening in front of the computer and we said, all right, we're going to knock out this bloody Zero. And that's the first one we have. And I'll have that at Flight Fest, too, because it's it's we just did some test flying with it here over the weekend and my gosh the thing flies right out right off the right off the board the thing flew awesome um but it's it's it was nice to sit down with my son hammer this thing out he got to learn he got to get his hands on on sketchup i do a lot of design work in sketchup mm-hmm. um we did a lot of uh, we hammered the design out of it we both sat down we programmed it and we built two of them and took them out and flew them and um uh, you know, heck, yesterday we were out chasing each other around uh, with them and having a good old time. So uh, it's impressive and awesome and a totally different aspect of the hobby um, to be able to take an idea with, you know, with your son or with a friend and be able to take an idea, a concept, uh, shape it, put it onto the CNC machine and this tool out there that can actually go ahead and, and create this thing on the screen it can actually make it physical and you're off and running it's really really it's just it's just so cool it's a cool tool to have that's what? amazing that just that sounds awesome man i mean i'm, I'm gonna so, have i'm not even gonna bring any planes to flight fest because i'm gonna be walking around talking to everybody for like hours and checking all this cool stuff out man <laughs> yeah i'm never gonna get a chance to fly anything 
Well, you know, and one of the one of the one of the awesome things is is you know why do we need to have two CNC machines there? Kevin's machine is totally different from mine, right? Yeah, yeah. But they do the same thing, and um, you know, it's, it's just shows Todd, that Todd G code will actually run on my machine, and my G code will actually run on his machine. Right. It shows you the options. I mean, too, what route you want to go mm-hmm. if you're interested in it, and you think get to about cut it. twice as many planes. Well, and yep. think about it this way: if you have a friend that has a CNC machine, you know, and uh, you have a friend that lives in Ohio, and I live in Michigan, hey, I'm going to go ahead and I want Kevin to go ahead and try cutting out this file. You know, here you go ahead and try flying the bloody zero. I can just go ahead and send him the G code file. He can go ahead and set it up. Next thing right. you know, twenty minutes later, he's got it all done and cut out, and he's putting uh, it together. I've got a physical one in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. Awesome. That to me is mind blowing, especially when it's something that you created. Uh, you like go. I can remember a couple of years ago making a, just a stupid uh, cockpit for the Spitfire. You know, is because there's no real cockpit; it was just a open kind of square. And I remember mm-hmm. just putting the just putting it into a, like a little PDF and fit on an eight by eleven piece of paper. And I can remember going to Flight Fest 2014, and um, Dan uh, Crafty Dan had it had printed it out and. And uh, had it there, like made it all up, and I was like, and I was like, that's so cool that like you can digitally just like take something physical, and then it's almost like a transporter from Star Trek, you know? You're, right. You, right. You're sending it out somewhere, and then it's appearing somewhere else. Yeah. That's, that's so awesome, man. Earl Grey, Power. eighty degrees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Make it so. <laughs> It, it's amazing what uh, what some ones and zeros can do. Yeah, technology really is. is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I can't wait to see see these uh, these two big machines that you know full blast just cutting stuff out. Can you can you cut ABS or mill? Absolutely. ABS? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ooh. I will have some uh, HDPE with me, some uh, eighth inch and quarter inch. Okay. If you need to cut uh, the. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with. Um, uh, multi RCs, uh, help me talk. What's it called? HMB. HMB. Yeah, HMB. Yeah. It's made out of quarter inch uh, HDPE. Okay. Ooh. Nice. Right. I, I I want you to cut out a top case for my uh, charging case because I, I bought a blank slate piece um, from a company just to get like the the size and the, the borders because the, the case that you know Kevin and I use which, for the charging case are kind of weird shape. Which is which charging case did you buy? I, I use the the rigid. We both use like you know the Home Depot That's, rigid case. Yeah, Todd and I actually have that file. Do you? Yep. Nice. Oh, I was looking for it everywhere. And I was like, you know what? I can't find it, but uh, BumpCharger.com. They have they use that case to make their cases. So they had the the blank top plate in ABS. So I was like, all right, I'll just order this. I'll measure it all out, template it, and put it into Illustrator so I could laser cut. Um, yeah. Acrylic with you know acrylic version of it, mm-hmm. but. I'm thinking like, well, hey, you guys got the CNC machines. If I can just cut out, you know, place all the holes I need, I can give you the top cover and, you know, see if you could just take that PDF file or whatever. We'd be happy to do that for you. Yeah? Oh, that'd mm-hmm. be awesome. And then that would be my test before I take that design and then, you know, and then make modifications. And then I want to print out an acrylic. I want yeah, to cut so, it in acrylic. So, so, so you know? we actually have that file and that piece will fit right in the top of that rigid box. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because that's complex. Yeah. Just, I know, it's just I, that, that corner that was, you know, slopes in. 
Yeah. I have to give that. Um, I had to give credit for uh, uh, Crush Hancock actually emailed that to me. Oh yeah. Oh so nice. Yeah, I oh, heard yeah. those guys are were working in. With they're those, the ones who. Those they're boxes. the ones. Yeah, they're the one who gave who told me where to go to get the top cover because they're like bump charger. You know, they kept on talking about it, or whatever. So, oh, awesome. Cool. So, what kind of prep work are you guys doing? I know, I know, Kevin. You mentioned that you you are breaking down. You broke down your CNC to like was like five or six major components. Yeah. To put in your trailer, Todd. You said yours is kind of one piece or what? Mine mine doesn't have to come apart uh, to move, um, which is which is kind of nice. It'll fit into my little Jeep uh, quite nicely for as big as it is. It will. Uh, it'll fit in. Well, where easy. are you gonna sit? <laughs> oh, I'm uh, yeah, really. Where are you gonna sit? Uh, it's because my my Liberty, the seats fold down. Yeah. It actually fits right in the back there, nice and neat. Okay. So I don't really have to worry about it. So you know, like I was really, I was afraid of my son gonna have to like ride on the dashboard. <laughs> right. You know, but he, does, he doesn't have to. Defender. So okay. yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a Jeep Wrangler like me, Steve. He can actually fit something in but there. A Jeep Liberty isn't isn't that much bigger. I mean, it's no, no. It's a it's a small. It's small. Yeah. It's it's small. I was actually I I was uh, I was I was gonna use my dad's Chevy van to oh. haul everything down, but I'm like, you know what? It'll fit in the back of the it'll fit in the back of the Jeep. Yeah. It'll be all good. But um, yeah, to to move that, I mean, for me, that's it's pretty easy. Kevin has his has his machine in, in his basement, so he's got to take the thing upstairs. Right. It's mine's in my garage. I just open the garage door and walk it out. You know, it's mm-hmm. at least I don't have to worry about fitting it. Yeah, yeah, I, I could I couldn't get mine out of the room it was in without taking it apart. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, uh, but it, that my prep for moving that isn't isn't anything. But uh, all my other uh, all my RC stuff and everything, mm-hmm. that's got some prep. Uh, I've been the past the past couple of weeks I've been trying to get planes built for my son. I I'm, I already am reserved to the whole idea of. I'm going to be building a lot of my stuff that I'm going to fly right there at Flight Fest. So, um, you, you know, have a chance. <laughs> if I have a chance, yeah, that's, I have a chance. You should at least have one or two planes built and ready to go, just in case, like your machine is doing something, and you're like, okay, you know, it's going to take 30 minutes. Let me just run through a couple packs real quick, you know, and yeah, yeah, try to have at least one or two planes ready. I think my planes are coming along. I have a, uh, I have a, wasn't it a, a V2 Raiden? Kevin, is that is that what it was? V two, V three, something like that. FPV Raiden and um, uh, three. I think you have three or three five. I think you have. Yeah. Um. So that and uh, I got my 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 favorite my uh, my bloody Baron. I'm gonna be bringing that along and. Okay. I got a. I want to do a. I'll build a Vigan while I'm there, and it's gonna be the light version, uh, prop version. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got that and. Uh, I don't know whatever else I feel like doing. I, I want to do um, like the arrow, the, uh-huh. the FT arrow. I don't. I don't have any of the. I mean, I got my my little 250 size motors on my on my little HMB quad, but yeah. I don't want to pull them off. But uh, I'm gonna I'm, while I'm at Flight Fest, I'm gonna buy some motors and I'm gonna yeah. put together an arrow. Nice, they got all that there. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, I, I guess talking about it, what what planes? What what are you guys bringing? Let's kind of go down the list. Let's see. Uh, I'm curious to know what everyone's bringing. Uh, let's start with Matusek. Raiden. Well, I've got yeah, I've got uh, <laughs> I've got Raiden version five. I've actually got one that's got lights in it, and I've got another one that doesn't. 
I'm actually on the road right now. I I have a version that has large canards and a version that has small canards. Okay. So um, that's I'm in a test phase of that right now. Nice. Um, I have uh, I think I sent you guys pictures of my the slow trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I bring a couple slow trainers. I blew the slow trainer up and made a big version of it. I'm calling it the Pelican. I'm bringing a Pelican. I'm bringing a couple Viggins. Nice. My uh, favorite FT plate. I'm probably going to build uh, Todd Zero while I'm there. Uh-huh. To fly in the morning, the dawn thing they're having. I ha- will have a couple darts for combat. Okay. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I'm bringing. Of course, I've got I have the CNC machine. I can cut anything I like while I'm there. So sure, I'm I'm just as happy to not. I mean, if I don't get to fly anything, I'm just as happy to be with the CNC machine and share. Mm-hmm. I don't want cool. people to think that I, that I got to go fly something because I fly all the time anyway. So mm-hmm. that's not my main purpose. My main purpose this year is to meet people and to share the CNC hobby within the RC hobby and to uh, to give that back to the community to whoever wants to listen you know what I mean right awesome nice uh, Todd what about you you got uh, got the Raiden you said right and uh, Baron yeah Raiden Baron uh, um, I'm gonna have my uh, I'll be flying the bloody zero my son's gonna have his bloody zero out there cool um, I am I think uh, he, he told me earlier today he wants to build a a, a bloody Baron before we go he's gonna he's gonna rebuild a bloody baron again so he's uh and we're you know we're leaving we're leaving wednesday morning so mm-hmm. he's he's got to get on the stick tomorrow yeah yeah uh other than that right now that's what i that's all i'm loading up and i'm bringing but okay like i'll be building while i'm there too so yeah be fun and i'm bringing along i'm bringing along my motors and my escs and you know all my other servos and receivers and all that stuff so if i if something strikes my fancy you know yeah. like saying the arrow um you know something else fits me i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna have some fun with it so nice. it's gonna be all good yep. and, and who knows somebody might bring files for some exotic cool super flying which uh-huh. which you think you talking about right we, we might cut one out and said wow we gotta build one of those you know, so how'd know, that go? What's the name of that? I, you know, I, I'd like to say it again, but I, I'd have to kill you. If the I, Witcher <laughs> thingy. Top secret. Witcher thingy. Top secret. Bob. <laughs> so, do you have plans for the Vigan uh, ready for CNC? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I might want you to cut me a Vigan with the the new foam, with the flight test foam. And I want to put a. I want to make a crazy version. I want to make a seventy mil, twelve bladed. Um, 6S setup. So, <laughs> yeah, I want something to be like a. I want to rip the literally rip the wings off of that. Are, are we making it 200 size or? No, no, I think 100 <laughs> size. You know what would really be cool if, if we could scale it up to 150 and I could get a 90 mil in there. Couple clicks. Yeah. Yeah. All it takes with that. Yeah, literally. All right, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I don't want to hog your your CNC machines off for myself there now. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. Definitely, that sounds that sounds interesting. Man. You better definitely... ask nicely, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I'll come up to you and say, "Hey, Kevin, good to see you again. Can you please <laughs> tell me a, a seventy millimeter and once, a ninety millimeter version?" <laughs> once once you set the foam 
on the zero position, you don't even need light. You just hit the go button, let it go. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's gonna be awesome. Um, all right, Kevin. What are you? Yeah, bringing? man. What am I bringing? Yeah. Eh, a couple of things. Yeah. I'm bringing the uh, <laughs> some big planes. I'm bringing the big, big plane and the smaller version of the big plane. And uh, I want to bring this damn middle stick, dude, because I put lights in it. I did like a whole Arduino like little light kit for it. But nice. I don't even have servos in it yet because I haven't had friggin' two seconds to even work on this damn thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I might be bringing a handful of servos out to Flight Fest with the with the plane. But yeah. I'll probably bring bring the. I want to see. I don't want to take up too much room, dude. I, I I'm just gonna pack the overhead, I guess, of the. the I mean, camp, you know. It's just you and me, and we got a bigger RV than last year. I think. Yeah, I hopefully. Think, I think we'll be fine. And I don't think I'm bringing as much stuff. Like, I wanted to bring maybe the Sukhoi, but uh, since it's flight test, and maybe I'll just bring all the flight test stuff I got. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I got the four helis. They don't take up that much room. Yeah. Why don't you bring a couple of those Raidens you got with you? Yeah. He, has, he hasn't put it together. <laughs> they still have them in the same. Uh, I, they're, they're the same foam device. I feel foam. so bad even mentioning that, Kev, because I know you took the time to cut it out. But ever since NEF, all I've been doing is this freaking project man yeah i understand so I um, understand. well hey, thanks thanks for understanding dude you know what kevin helped me put one together at nef it goes together really quick bring two servos motor and and a receiver and we'll i'll help you build it or, or he'll help you but we'll get it built we'll get you we'll get right. that rated built it's nine gram servos right yeah yep yeah just two nine grams yeah okay the hardest thing about building the raiden is you gotta extend the motor leads or the battery lead yeah. either way. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's about it. I, I, you know, and I'm hopefully bringing at least, uh, I shouldn't say at least one bottle. But uh, So I'm just bringing a little bit, a little tiny bit of some adult beverages. <laughs> or beverage, I should say. Hey, this is a family show. <gasps> this is a family show? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> All right, maybe or not. Flight, flight test is a family show. Yeah, I know. Well, flight test is a family event, I would say, yes. I agree to that terms. But, dude, I, I drink <laughs> with my family, so. <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with having a popper. Uh, dude, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. That's right. I'm not going to be out there flying. I mean, so, or anything. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah. if we're hanging out in the camper, like when we're all finished for the day, you know, mm-hmm. just like I had a great time last year. Just had, you know, had a couple drinks and just hung out. BS. Yeah. And, oh, I, I, I should mention, I want to bring that friggin', uh, that, uh, that uh, Versa wing that I have with all the lights in it because I want to fly. Oh, yeah. I haven't flown that since uh, we had a night thing at our club and I haven't flown it since then. It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I'm going to be bringing, I'm going to be bringing on my Versa wing. Uh, It's two years old and uh, I've I've used it for night flying for like ever. And it's awesome. It's my first night flying plane and I absolutely love it. And it's a Versa. Cool, man. I will, I will have that there. I will be nice. Yeah. Mine's, Mine's pretty insane. novel thing about this novel thing about this thing. I actually hit a bat with this thing. Oh, uh, my second, my second night flying it. Yep. I was flying along and I heard a thwap and my buddy's like, he's like, something's hanging off the bottom of your plane. And I'm like, nah, man, uh, I landed it. Sure enough. Here's this bat wrapped around the, uh, the battery. And <laughs> I had a rubber band around the battery. He had his claw stuck in the, around the, the oh, man. rubber band of the battery. Was, and was it, it has, still alive? No, no, it wasn't still alive. I think I killed it when I landed. I think because it landed on top of him. Uh, the bottom. But uh, it, 
I still have bat blood <laughs> on, on my nice. first awakening. Damn. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it, my son's like, you know, why don't you rebuild it? And I'm like, no, because that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's got character. Yeah. It's got character. That's right. It's got style. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I just thought, let's see. What am I bringing? What, yeah, are, what you are you bringing? bringing? I'm bringing all the Raidens I have. <laughs> I don't know if I, I mean, I'm bringing a big one. The big one, I just, I feel like it's kind of underpowered. But maybe I could just prop it up, cut the ailerons a little bit smaller. What are you and running on that? I think it's the 2820. Um, like the NTM, you know, Turnigy Motors. Or, What's the KV? I think it's either 1,000 or 1,200. That should be enough. When I flew it uh, at a field, I was like full throttle the whole time. I mean, I, I was able to bring it down about three quarters and glide around, but I was just like, it needs to go faster. <laughs> I need to I, go faster. <laughs> I like to run a 22, 12, 14 kVA motor on mine. Yeah, it's, so you, you got a, a little more uh, RPMs, you know, me. So if I could get it, you know, I think I, I have a 9.6 on there. If I could get a 10.4, you know, cut the ailerons a little bit smaller. The only, problem, the only problem with putting a bigger prop on it is you get a lot more torque roll. Yeah, it's fine. Once I'm in the air, I'm full throttle. It won't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. Whenever I fly, I, I tend to just yeah, full throttle. Know, just put the stick all the way forward and see what what happens. I don't know why you didn't put speed control on it. Just plug the battery in to the True. motor. Yeah, yeah. yeah throw just it. Put it on a switch. Put it on a yep. you know two way switch. There you go. So I got that rated. I got the you know the full size. I got the mini. I got the dart. The dart. I'm gonna hopefully by uh, tomorrow be able to put servos in and. And a motor in, so it goes together really fast. Yeah, I mean the airframe is done. It's just I have to put the electronics in, so that should be pretty quick and easy. Um, and then I'm bringing my FT Bushwhacker, uh, Mini Guinea, uh, Vigan. Those are my kind of my three favorite FT planes that I've I've been, you know, they're like I always have to have one built. Um, and then it's two foamies, the EFX Racer and the the Durafly Hyperbipe for like a little. You know, 3D style plane, and then and then five helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say, you're gonna bring along those uh, those uh, lawnmower blades that yeah. you fly yeah. around there. Just yeah. grass while you're out there. Five helicopters yeah. that probably cost more than I've ever spent on any and all the planes I've ever owned in three, four, five, ten years, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, no, I just, you mm. know, I'm a I'm a heli pilot. You know, I want to share might, the knowledge. You might need an intervention. Hmm? Yeah, you might, <laughs> you might need an intervention, dude. I think we could line up for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one way or another, we all need one of those <laughs> for sure. Oh boy! So uh, I was a heli pilot back then, but then I decided I wanted to go back to the planks because I like those better. Yeah. Well, I yeah, this is, that's the way it was. The way it worked. I Mine. always wanted to do helicopters, but knew that they're too expensive and too hard, so I, I went with the planes. And then once I got proficient in flying, I'm like, okay, let's try the helicopters. And ever since, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on these whirly birds of death. Mm-hmm. I had a. Uh, I started flying helicopters on the Real Flight Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a, a guy. We were doing an indoor. Uh, we used to fly in the wintertime in the in a golf dome here locally. Oh, nice. And uh, I, he, he, I took his little heli. He wanted me to take his little helicopter. Here, try it out. And I took it out. I flew it. And um, it was a little T-Rex thing. Uh-huh. And um, 
he says, he goes, wow, you did a good job. I said, thanks. I says, you know, the gas ones, this is going to be something a little different. He's like, oh, no, he goes, springtime. He goes, you just asked me. You can go ahead and fly my, my copter. I'm like, oh, okay. Fast forward to springtime. I was mm-hmm. being a, I was being an idiot out there at the field. and Just, I'm going to call him out. Hey, let me go ahead and fly your copter. And he turned right around and he handed me the radio. And I'm like, crap, I got to do this. <laughs> I, I took it out and I flew it. And then uh, the next day I show up at the field with a, uh, a Raptor 30. That I bought oh, nice. from a buddy of mine. He had a used one sitting in his sitting on the shelf, so uh-huh. I bought it. And yeah, I flew helicopters for a little while. And nice. Yeah, nice. got back into that. Yeah, it's fun. It's all fun. It, it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's uh, like I always tell my son. You know, if you get into something that's RC, hang on to it. Don't get rid of it because you know you will eventually go back to it. Um, you know, so, you know, you have a helicopter sitting on the shelf, have it sit on the shelf for a little bit, pull the thing out every so often, blow the dust off and, uh, you know, go fly your planes. The only thing you that know. I can say that, that is the exception of that is race cars. Mm. Mm. If you're into RC race cars, if you get out of it, get rid of them. Yeah. Because if you get back in it, you'll be so outdated and so far behind that you'll True. just have to just, you'll have to shelf that because no one will want to buy it. You'll have to go yeah. buy the latest and greatest to keep up with the big boys. Well, yeah. I was I was into cars, but I was into just bashing them, like just four by four trucks and running them up ramps and tossing them in the air and flipping them. T Max. Yeah, I mean, I have a slash four by four. I bashed the crap out of that thing. We have a winter winter circuit here. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty intense. You know, uh, grown adult guys that are comp- competing over nothing, over <laughs> right. bragging rights, will cheat and steal and lie. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's. Uh, that's what it's almost embarrassing. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so um, so you guys are driving out there. You guys, you know, Kevin, you said you have a trailer. Um, yep. Todd, you're just gonna pack everything in your Liberty. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin and I are gonna be. We've rented an RV. So, uh, I mean, for folks that kind of are interested in the RV aspect of it, let's kind of talk about that, Kev. Sure. It's expensive as hell. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I got a few tips that I found out the hard way. One is at least three months prior, mm-hmm. reserve it or red or reserve it as far in advance as you can, because yes. I'm told that it's more expensive the longer you wait. So I didn't know that. And availability, and, right? And availability, yeah. Right. And always ask what the larger one was, because last year we rented the. There was three of us. We rented the 25 footer. And when we came back, the guy was like, oh, you guys could have rented the 30-footer for $5 more. And we were like, well, <laughs> dude, why didn't you freaking tell us that? <laughs> and he was like, well, you registered online. I couldn't I couldn't change anything. So uh, I was like, oh, okay. That's Andy. So what did we get this year? Dude. 30-foot. 30-foot, okay. Yeah. Nice. One thing about RVs, and especially for anything that's more than like – any time you're going to a place that doesn't have hookups because – Last year we realized that the gray water and what's the other water like the the poop water the brown water I don't know the clean water there's clean water and gray water okay clean water and gray water um, that gray water tank the you know the used stuff filled up way quick like I think after the first day we're like oh we can't shower anymore in here yeah <laughs> you know so you got to be mindful of that so don't expect to be able to shower and you know, at a certain point, we're like, okay, this this RV is, if you're going to use anything, it's just to, you know, use a toilet because 
you know, we need to save that. And even then, I think we have to do the uh, Porter Johns at a certain point. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good thing, you know, like. If yeah, without hookups. Without hookups, yeah. yeah. Be careful. Um, what was the other thing? The other thing was put put a mat down before yeah, you walk mud, in and out of it. Right. We, mm-hmm. we were tracking mud in and out of that one last year. It took me like two hours to clean it up because you're going to have to Oof. clean it before you give it back to them. Yeah. Um, or else you pay more. And every if they can get you on anything, they're gonna. I mean, Cruise America was pretty good uh, with the rentals and all that, and the guys are pretty cool. But mm-hmm. like, if they can nickel and dime you on anything, they're gonna do it. Yeah, it's just that's the name of the game with them. Yeah. Can I do, do you, you have what, to put down a deposit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, three hundred bucks, I think, is a there's a there's a deposit. Three hundred was a deposit, and I think there's a security of 500 and uh i don't know if the security i'm getting back or not i don't know how they work that we'll I think find the security out. is just a hold on your card right so yeah it's basically like hotels and their incidentals yeah if something you know you trash the room trash the rv whatever then you know it's just that extra bit of money they have on hold for you but yeah. um i mean what was the overall cost for this 30 footer approximately because it's not even including when you return it if you have Gray water filled up, they charge you to empty it too. So, you know, yeah. that's an additional charge. Yeah, I, we won't know until it's probably going to be between fourteen and seventeen hundred dollars, something like that. Wow, it's, it's oh boy, yeah, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, I was at Flight Fest two thousand fourteen. I stayed in a hotel. We go out to Neff every year and stay in a hotel. It was really, really cool to be able to sleep right there on the field. Yeah, um, last year, uh, and participate in a lot of like the night flying and stuff like that and mm-hmm. then like i said just to hang out and then we get up in the morning we were right there six o'clock in the morning making yeah. coffee having breakfast and we're flying it like whatever seven yeah. right and yeah. that was a little bit of my my you know as far as uh, i was i was thinking about staying in a hotel um i i got a cpap machine so i'm like all okay. right well how the heck am i gonna be able to power this thing right. and uh you know all night long so i'm just gonna borrow an inverter and just do it that way but you know, my girlfriend's let me use her camper, so I got a pop up. I'm dragging along. Nice. So that's kind of a nice, nice little thing there. But how about you, Matusik? Are you guys hotel camping? What's your? I bought, uh... I bought a 14 by 7 enclosed trailer this year. Okay, so you can just be chilling in the trailer. Do you have like room? <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. I bought the. Uh, I bought. I, I I built a, uh, bunk beds. Oh, nice. For me and my kids, and we're gonna do that. And. Okay. Uh, because the first year I was at Flight Fest, and we had that, that storm on that Saturday night came across. Yeah. And I put that tent up three times that night. Wow, okay. And I thought, eh, not going to do this again. So last year I actually slept in my truck. I, okay. I slept, in, slept in the bed of the truck, uh, and that was okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, this year I bought a bigger trailer, um, and I'm, I'm going to be able to stay in that trailer. Nice. Because the CNC machines are going to be in the build tents, so yeah, yeah, you have the room for sure. That that won't be in there, and the coolers you can put outside, you know, and your mm-hmm. chairs and all your other gear. Yeah, a lot, a lot of that you can put outside. So we'll have plenty of room inside, and I've got uh, I've got an inverter all set on a couple deep cycle marine batteries, and we'll run a couple fans at night, and okay, it, it, it'll be good. I was about to ask, did you have an AC in there? <laughs> well, you know, in Ohio, we're going to have a. Uh, Probably sixty-five or seventy degree nights, probably. Oh, that won't so? be bad. Okay. Oh yeah, that's about what it's running here now. 
you know, 85, 90 through the day, and at night it's it about 70, 65, 70. Oh, man, last year, I mean, I don't know. I was with Kevin. I was like, I, I want to put the AC on, run it all night, because I, I can't sleep when it's hot. It's like, I don't know. If I sweat, I can't sleep. I think we did wind up running it all night, didn't we? Yeah, we did the first night, and then uh, I guess the guy, one of the campers next door, <laughs> next to us was like, uh, what's that noise? <laughs> Dude, I love that story. Yeah. Did you run a generator story. all night, too, or what? Yeah. Yeah, and it was built into the camper, and it was loud as hell. Yeah, it was like a, it sounded like a, a Harbor Freight special, like uh, <laughs> times four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I felt Ugh. bad. We pull in the first night, and we get it. We run it. We start running it, and uh, it's like two o'clock in the morning. And guy ba- bangs on the door. He's like, "I think there's something wrong with your camper. It's making some crazy noise." And we're like, "Yeah, it's a generator." So. I'm like, come on, man. That's why I booked this freaking thing because I don't want to sleep in 90 degree weather. So we shut it off and we opened up the windows and everything, and it was cool. Um, but then uh, the next night, we had Jeff with us, and Jeff, Jeff, we were running it, and you guys, I think you you guys were smoking around the back of it or something, you had a, had a cigarette or something, and and uh, you guys came in and you were like, dude, it's freaking really loud, like. Yeah. Jeff was like, I don't know if we should run it all night because, you know, the guy knocked on the door. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but let's just see what happens. Because we were kind of facing away from everybody. With the, the muffler was yeah. facing on the other side, so it was away from everybody. It wasn't. We were on the perimeter, sort of. Right. Um, and we were, like, just in a line with other campers. So, that, you know, it wasn't like people tenting right next to our camper like last when we yeah. first been, right, the first night. So then the next night, Jeff winds up having some of those beverages we talked about earlier <laughs> and we were all hanging out outside and he had a lot he had a lot <laughs> he I mean, had like, a lot like half a bottle well, by himself he like, wasn't he yeah. wasn't feeling that that great either he i know he was having some physical problems with his leg and he's probably trying to like yeah. numb the pain a little bit right but, right but he had quite a bit and as we're talking all of a sudden he just gets up goes in the the RV, we hear the door slam, and we hear that friggin' generator click on. Pull, whoa! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess no regard for anybody tonight. Jeff wants to get to sleep. <laughs> we were busting his chops uh, yeah. the next day. I was, I was thinking Flight Fest had a 10 o'clock generator curfew this year. Yeah, I, I heard something about that. Yeah. Um, but if you have a CPAP <laughs> machine or something like that, they'll make special arrangements. Yeah, put you out of the road every day. I'm just I'm gonna use an inverter, just a deep cycle battery. It should be able to have enough to power the thing all night long. If not, you'll hear me waking up in the middle of the night because <laughs> you know things yeah, cut yeah. off my air and I can't breathe. Oh, jeez. Well, we'll probably run it right up till ten o'clock and get that thing ice cold. Yeah, <laughs> and then run cold. fans in the camper. Just and run like, a fan in the camper. Keep keep that air circulating. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna come stay with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, we got I think we got a roommate. We got uh Nick is gonna join us, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah? Yeah, Nick yeah. Simpson he'll be joining us for I guess as as long as we're there. So basically Friday night, Saturday to Sunday, yeah. It's, it's all right, I may be fat, but I don't take up very much space. I can curl up pretty good. So <laughs> Well Nick is kinda skinny, so you fit yeah. right, right in with him then. See, look at there we go. There you go. You guys can spoon. <laughs> That's nothing, like a, nothing like having a cuddle, buddy. See, now that's not that defeats the purpose because you want it to you want it to be nice and uh, you want it to be nice and cool. You don't want to be all warm. Oh, if it's that you cold, know. you might have to cuddle with somebody. Yeah, well, hey, 
cuddle buddy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So um, you you guys are traveling what Friday? I mean, sorry, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, so how long? Is, I mean, Matus, uh, you're close, I, right? I don't. I don't want to say. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up at nine. I'll get there by nine thirty. About an hour and twenty minutes. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. And then Todd, you said uh, you're what four and a half? About four and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kevin and I are coming from Jersey, so that's at least seven eight hours. So we're going to actually, I mean, we kind of learned a lot about the, the food situation, too, from last year. Um, we didn't buy enough food. I mean, you know, granted, there's there some vendors there, and I heard this year is going to have even more. Yeah. They're expensive. they're expensive, though. But they're expensive, yes. Take a lot of money with you. They're expensive. Um, and I kind of enjoyed it. I don't, I mean, um, not the, I mean, I enjoyed the food, the, uh, the pork, the pork, uh, pulled pork sandwiches were good. But, um. I kind of enjoyed cooking, though. I thought it was kind of cool. You know, like, you, you got that whole camping feel, and you're out, you know. Well, not yeah, really dude. camping hardcore, but, you know, with the grilling, you know, and cooking breakfast and stuff. You were like Gordon Ramsay, dude. You were cooking breakfast and dinner and everything. I and got you were yelling at me. <laughs> you were like, get away from that, you donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the basil. <laughs> Just That's what I can do tomorrow after work. I got to go shopping. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to hit up Walmart. I guess on the way, right? I mean, we—that's kind of what we did last year. Yeah, yeah, and we won't be, won't be hitting Walmart at like midnight like we did last year, and then rolling in at two o'clock in the morning. Ugh. Why did we go? Why did we end up so late? Because we left, and then somebody forgot their pills, and then we left somebody else's house, and they forgot their pills, and then we left, and somebody forgot their AMA card, and then we finally went, and we had to have dinner <laughs> before we even got out of the zip code we were in. Wait, 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 wait. I got a list. I got a, a list that I work on every day. Hey. I need to bring this. I need to bring that. I mm-hmm. need to bring this. Yeah, it was, um, we didn't really get going until late because uh, I don't remember why exactly. I know you and I banged it out. We loaded the stuff up real quick and we went over to Jeff's. I think you forgot your stuff when we had to turn around, right? Well, I mean, I forgot my stuff, but we're, we're like 10 minutes away. It wasn't yeah, that far. And then Jeff forgot. Jeff forgot yeah. something. We had to he turn forgot around. his AMA. And then he forgot his pills. And then he forgot his pills. But we did we start later though? Like I feel. Yeah, because we left like Wednesday. We picked it up. I don't. I don't remember. We had to wait for him to get home from work. I don't remember. Oh, I think he he took a half day, right? If, if memory yeah. serves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Just... And there were you were checking out his computer, and he was asking you all these questions, and then you guys um, smoked cigar. Smoked cigar. Yeah. <laughs> And then we went to Walmart because I brought some stuff, but um, we wanted yeah, to get yeah. some more stuff. And then by the time we got there, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, you guys got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was all good. It was it was good. We had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so no. for, our, for our listeners, by the time you listen to this, we're going to release this on Thursday morning, on a nice bright morning of, uh, of Flight Fest. So. Hey, heads up, if you, nobody's heard yet, the entrance is on the other side of the, the yes. theory field this year. Yes. Let's talk about the field. So uh, the layout is it's, it's a lot different than last year, um, as far as I can tell. The last two years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, last two years. So as, so looking at the, the, the floor plan, I guess, or the layout, it's pushed way into the sod field. The Fury house is like, used to kind of be in the, like in the middle of everything. 
it's now like towards the end back middle of it and everything got pushed up like so um the camping spots the rvs all the build tents see the the only thing that worries me about this is if if like last year we got there we actually got in and then it started raining and we had some pretty bad rain and people were getting stuck like Mm -hmm. what happens if we're showing up this year and the weather's not cooperating like are we going to get stuck trying to even get in uh to the you know how's that how's that going to work out i mean possibly like are they are they doing anything for roads or the the community cast podcast had uh fury on air austin and Uh he had said that they are going to put hay down beforehand on roads on the roads in anticipation of of rain okay but but that'll take care of like i mean i think when saying the roads is what like is it the walkway or is it where like oh they're basically creating the roads on the farmland yeah okay i'm worried about like the rv sinking in if it's right if it's raining a little or right. You know, you're on the road between park and then it rains, you know. I mean, I don't know. It should, it should be fine. We'll worry about it if it happens. It's not going to rain. But I don't think there's any soybeans this year. I think they get they didn't do a soybean crop this year. Right. They had, they talked about they planted uh, 2000 pounds of, you know, a ton of grass seed. One of the things I noticed in the the plans is that okay, everything was pushed up. You got your line of RVs, you got your your vendors and all that stuff and you have two rows of camping sites and rvs and everything um and then they're putting a, a runway right so they have that um what is it called again geotext um they're putting that runway in i don't know last year when i was there i didn't feel like the field was that deep enough for what they're doing this year i don't know dude with with the they had quite a bit of field i mean so yeah no it was it was a long way to the tree line. It was a yeah, long sure. way to the tree line, but I feel like the amount of stuff they're putting, you know, that, that runway is going to be like 200 feet into that soybean field from last year. Probably. But I don't, say, I don't think there's a soybean crop this year. I think it's all grass. Yeah, yeah. So, so how further back do you think the field is? Like, you know. I think we're going to be, we'll be camping on the old flight line the way I think it's going to be laid out. Yeah, I think we're going to be past that a bit. I think it's past that. I think yeah, like, like the flight line like, like too up. deep. Right. Yeah, like too yeah. deep. Yeah, I'm looking at. I went to their video that they have for the yeah. five new things at Flight Fest, and I have it paused on the uh, overhead view of what they're going to have for a layout. So, and yeah, it looks like it looks like you're going to be the flight line is going to be out in the like way the out there. there. Yeah, yeah, it's way out there. Because if you look at the Fury House, you can see that there's a lot between that and then the flight line. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, um, I do like that uh, heli guys for me. Uh, the heli flight line is now with the 3D. Yeah, I know you guys had problems last year. People were flying into your your yeah. area. And, you yeah, that's understandable. If you're a beginner, like you're not gonna know how to kind of keep it in the box. You're gonna kind of sway out a lot. But um, yeah, um, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> 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 I didn't know Tom. Uh, back then I, th- I think kevin you pointed out like oh you spoke to him like at the last nef or something yeah and and i was just like hey you know just you know try to keep it on this side please <laughs> apply a really expensive heli and i don't want to crash it yeah <laughs> you, you know? were you were really new with that helicopter too yeah like i was like maybe a couple of months of having it so it's like i was not comfortable flying now I'm, yeah i'm pretty comfortable. how about that dude last year that uh that pv wing hit that, that helicopter yeah. Oh, that was a that great was two wreck. Years ago, wasn't it? 
that was, was that two years ago. Yeah, yeah, but that didn't oh, happen yeah. last year. Was it two years? I think that was two years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was two um, years ago. That's, that's how old I'm getting. They're starting to run together now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, her, I saw the video. That was crazy. <laughs> he should have been doing FPV all the way down a flight line like that and into the 3D area because that was 3D and helicopter just on the left hand side. In okay. Well, the first the, the the first year though FPV was right down on that same end. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, but that was the day. That was. A, crazy video that's one thing about the new flight fest you know that the first one they did they didn't i was i laughed because they didn't think they'd have any kind of turnout whatsoever you know and the first videos i don't know if you guys remember the first videos they were like you know we're gonna we're gonna put this out there and see how much interest we have and you know we we well you know we'll see how that goes and it was an overwhelming amount of you know interest and they said you know what we think we got enough money to to have a shower you know Trailer, yeah, yeah. have a shower trailer, and then and pretty soon, like, yeah, you know what, you guys, we're gonna have a built tent, you know, yeah. And now this year they got like three built tents and three showers and live music, and every year it's bigger and better. And I just interested, you know, ten years from now, what what it's gonna be, you know what I mean? It is. Well, you'll probably won't be at the Fury Field. You'll probably have to go somewhere else. Oh no, yeah. Big. They're gonna need something bigger. Yeah, like yeah, Kansas. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. State of Kansas. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I can remember those guys. I was talking to them at Neff, I think, 2014. That's when I really started like hanging out with them, and they were like, "You gotta come to Flight Fest. You gotta come." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I think I'm coming." And they're like, "Before I left, like to go back home to Jersey, they were like, you gotta come. You make sure you come. You coming, right?'" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm coming. I'll be there." They were like, "Cool." Yeah. Yeah. Now they're gonna be like this guy again. Ugh. Yeah. Was he just alone? <laughs> it's you know it's really kind of funny you know we were talking about this uh, about how they're laying everything out and if you look at their little model they have set up here in this on this video you can see at Fury Field where they had uh, the previous yeah. flight fest you can see that, that all wore there. into the dirt yep. and all yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden you got this year and it's like wow it's like really big so I, I could see why they're pushing everything out and doing doing things the way they are. I mean, it's ripping up their yard. <laughs> well, like a month ago, they had uh, as many pilots pre-registered a month ago as they had all last year. Yeah. Oh, wow. So nice. One of our club members, uh, Kevin, Jim was saying that he tried to register and it said it was all booked. Really? And then he got an email like, you know, earlier this week or, or uh, last week saying that, you know, hey, it's coming. It's you know coming next week. Make sure you register. And he was like kind of confused by it. He's like, wait, are they booked or not booked? Yeah, because I think he told me that. And then that day, I came home and I I registered. I went online and I was like, well, that can't be. Yeah, hopefully not. They didn't stop registration. And no, I went no, on and, uh, no, no, no. I spoke to him yesterday about it. Yeah, I know. But when he originally oh. told me that, uh, was like a month or two ago. Oh, okay. that was when I originally like yeah. registered. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um. I was going to mention something now. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, senior moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's just say, see everybody at Flight Fest. Yeah. No? We'll I did know. See everybody at Flight Fest. You could, you could, you could tell everybody at Flight Fest what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> what you're going to say? It's perfect. <laughs> Hold them, be a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to come to see. So, so what was it? Like, what was what? And you're, you're, like, you're, gonna forget, uh, yeah, you're just gonna forget yeah. about it all totally all the way through. <laughs> Even though I, I'm, you know, we're gonna listen to this episode on uh, the ride over because oh, I, I only listen to it. 
I only listen to the episodes the morning we release it. Like that's and sometimes if I don't finish it because I'm like going to work, I end up listening it. You know, two days later sometimes. So it's like, okay, <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about because I don't remember what I was talking about. But okay, <laughs> Fred, thanks, Fred. <laughs> I sometimes go back and listen to other episodes like earlier episodes and i'm like oh crap i really did want to do that i was so jazzed about doing that and i never did that but like whatever uh, it was i'm like oh crap forgot all about squirrel. that i don't bother squirrel. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't bother because you'll just clip it and then put it in the next episode for me well my oh, memory is really? usually pretty good yeah <laughs> especially well that was like back to back yeah one week to next week to next week but yeah i can't wait uh i can't wait to just you know meet a whole bunch of people i mean um yeah i saw aaron was it aaron, yeah, aaron blake yeah aaron blake put our um, uh our logo up in his rv and was mm-hmm. like let's camp i was, I was like yeah man I, i'll look out for that i'll yeah I'll stop in yeah um you <laughs> know and i'll pop in ding dong is aaron <laughs> home is aaron home, right <laughs> yeah, uh and you know I've, of course anyone is there you know come talk to us we want to we want to meet people we want to talk to people and get to know absolutely people. Um, mm-hmm. we're going to have our camper set up with a couple banners on it. You'll see the big free floor C banner that we have. Um, yeah, but you'll probably see that after you see the big giant plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see a really big plane. You're going to drag a banner with that. Plane? That looks like a big car. Oh, I probably could. You probably could. Couldn't you? That, I was going to put my cat in it, but I don't know. You got time. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I don't know if I have time to get another banner made. Nah, dude. Next year, when it's all painted up, well, let's we'll test oh. that out this summer. <laughs> all right, man. I, I'll I'll get a you bed can do sheet. it. I'll write "Eat at Joe's" on it or something like that. There you go. <laughs> Joe's crab shack. Eat at Joe's. There you go. They'll love you for it. UPS. Hey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So come come check us out. Come you know meet us, talk to us. Um, we're we're thinking of doing some impromptu type of like interviews kind of recording um you know people live just cut off someone and just hey you know we're from this crew you know how long have you been flying what's your name that kind of stuff and then playing it on an episode um yeah so if i'm jamming my iphone in your face I'm probably gonna play it on the episode on an episode yeah. you should get one of those uh like we should take four stickers and put them in a box and put your iphone like in the box be like you know like the reporters with the I forgot what they're called, that they go over the microphones that have their, like, broadcast tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I right. don't know, man. I'm a little, I'm getting a little mad that you're really, like, relating me to the press, dude. It's really bringing me down. Paparazzi. We're better than the press. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, no soapbox this week. No soapbox? Are you no. sure? Yeah. Wait, we haven't gotten to the news yet. All right, so we going into the news. So I don't know who gave us that great intro, but it was awesome. Yeah, I checked something. I was actually I read this. I got an email and I read it, and I was telling guys at the field, and they were like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear that." But the FAA announced new rules that were going to affect August 29th, and this is coming from the AMA. So they said, "We are pleased to share that this rule maintains an exemption." For recreational model aircraft operators and codifies part of the special rules for model aircraft. So I guess uh, all that FAA stuff that you did is not going to mean anything if you're an AMA member. 
It's for it's for commercial only though, isn't it? I mean, that's the whole FAA thing, isn't that what it's supposed yeah. to be all about? I think you're still gonna have to register with the FAA, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to register yeah, with the FAA, but right. yeah, but now I think they want to like you know inspect your craft or something like that or whatever well, they yeah. want. Yeah. They wanted you anything that was like you know home built or DIY. They need to get a prototype of it and inspect it and all this stuff. Like it was some craziness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that none of that applies to us. Granted, yes, you need to be an AMA, and which you should be anyways. And and uh, you know the five dollar or whatever the FAA pilot registration, I don't care. I mean, the government has my name and number anyways. And, you know. So Todd, is that what you're saying? That the the rule that they just had is commercial aircraft? Yeah. Yeah, I, b- I believe that was all supposed to be for commercial aircraft. All commercial is under 50 pounds, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Amazon, they're after you. Screwed. Yeah. Yeah, you pooched. You're going to pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Government's going to get you. They got a lot of money. <laughs> so. Did you, do you know you can fly an ultralight with just a driver's license? It's insane, but isn't it? If yeah. you fly a model of an ultralight, you better be registered with the FAA. Yep. <laughs> It's funny because one of the guys in that club uh, does that. He he flies ultralights and stuff like that, and he, you know, that's he was saying the same thing. He's just like, you know, I just got my driver's license. I'm good. I can go ahead and do what I got to do. It's like, really, it's, it's scary. That's scary. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more I'm more afraid of the ultralight flying over my head than I am a model airplane. Right. Yeah. It's like they want to turn the rest of the country into New Jersey, <laughs> and all their regulations. Here you go with the soapbox. Well, it is. <laughs> Dude, I had to get a siding permit when I was doing work on my house. What the hell do I need a siding permit for? A vinyl siding is going to come off the house and kill somebody? I mean, come on. Well, you Make know, sure you have the code. Make sure you're doing it right. Uh, yep. <laughs> We're going to watch you all the way. Do it right or else you're going to find. So basically that, that, uh, that permit is still open from 1997 because I'm still not finished with my house. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them. No, they don't know what's going on up here. Oh, man. But Everybody's yeah. got their thing, though, you know. It, even the banks, when you, you go buy a, a house or something, you buy a mortgage, they want you to inspect this and inspect that. They got their, everybody's got their little fingers in it. Of course. I'm, yeah. I'm in the process of trying to start looking for a house, and I'm just looking at, like, all the, the inspections, the closing costs, all this stuff. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I just want to buy this house. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right. Let's move it on. Move it on. Move it on up. I mean, this is kind of, this section is kind of, I mean, we kind of been talking about this section the whole episode. What's next for you in the hobby? <laughs> oh, God. I think Flight Fest. Too much money. Flight Fest? Too much. Too, too, too much, much money. money. Yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> um, yeah, well. I mean, I got to pack up. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I know you guys got some of your stuff packed up. I didn't pack anything. I don't have any clothes packed or set aside. I have nothing prepped. I started packing up some stuff. So, yeah, I got to pack a, a bag of clothes. I I have my oxy parts because I know I'm going to trash the heli like five times over. So Yeah, I haven't even fixed the sport, so I'm going to have to do that there, man. Got yeah. a lot of work to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh-huh. pack up all my servos and ESCs and batteries and yeah and tools FPV gear and, and tools and right. I got that stuff just scattered to my basement right now. So yeah, me too. I gotta. I'll stop. be doing that, and I gotta go to Walmart tomorrow and get a bunch of rubbed up grub and nice ice. Ice got ice down four coolers probably. 
Uh, how how did we handle ice last year? We had the fridge, dude. All right. <laughs> In the, the RV. But did we have ice too? Or no? We didn't I think bother. We were making ice, weren't we? You know, that's one question that I haven't heard anybody address. Can you buy ice at Flight Fest? Yeah. Yeah, you can. They said they were going to have uh, ice stations or something like that. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Think, that... And then I think last year, like, Austin was going out and getting, like, a whole bunch of ice, bringing it back to, like, you know. To sell or whatever. Dude, I can go get ice and throw it in that cooler, but I think that's what we did last year. We just uh, we were just making it. Let's just get a, a bag or two for the food that we get. Oh, I was thinking a bag or two for the drinks. One for a, a yeah. convenience store or something in that in Malvern. Now, see, I have a tough decision I have to make. Margaritas or martinis? What am I going to make oh, while I'm out margaritas. there? Margaritas. 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 I, I, margaritas. I'll drink margaritas. <laughs> I don't want you're, not, you're not high classy enough to have martinis. Yeah, well, no. I've I've been kind of like shying away from the martinis lately, and just been doing vodka tonics. I did I did that last year, <laughs> out there. So. Yeah, that stirred. So, what's the uh, difference between a, a vodka tonic and a, and a martini? Is it placement of your pinky? Is that is that the difference? Or? Is it martini like the, a specific? Drink? The glass, the glass, and uh, the glass and the placement tonic. Your, yeah, placement of your pinky. Awesome. I make a kick-ass drink that looks like uh, window. It looks like Windex. It's uh, awesome. It's two shots of vodka, one of blue caraco, and half a lime, and two of those, dude, and you're you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're making drunk calls. Three, yeah, three. You're yelling at the neighbors. So we yeah. we all go fly helicopters. Uh, <laughs> definitely uh, not. I have to quote Christopher Reeve when I think of drinking and flying. I don't drink and fly. Sorry, Lois. <laughs> I don't drink and fly. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Um, so yeah, flight fest. Flight Fest 16. Bring it Thank on. You. We hope to see all you guys there. Yeah, I'm going to definitely be making the rounds. Yeah. You'll know it's me because I'll have my Flight Fest shirt on or my Flight Test shirt on, either one. So that's yeah, how you'll I'll, be able to tell it's me. I'll have my, uh, I'll have my hat. I have, I have a couple Flight Fest or Flight Test hats, and uh, I got a couple Flight Fest T-shirts as well. I'll, I'll probably be the only one not wearing a Flight Test T-shirt. So you can find me because... I'll be wearing some kind of helicopter T-shirt. So I'm getting this this collection of, of flight test lanyards. Nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. If I all just bring with me and wear them like on separate days or hang them <laughs> from the trailer maybe, or I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. I, I just usually leave mine at home. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you could bring it, hang it kind of like, you know, badge of honor, like, yeah, every year. Yeah, yeah I, po- I posted a picture. I had three of them. I had one from 2014 and – Two uh-huh. from 2015 because you left yours in the camper. And I remember, oh, yeah. I remember posting a picture on Facebook and somebody was like, how do you have three? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm a time traveler. I hate dude. Stuff like so much, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Kevin, go. Yeah, man. Podbean has been doing nothing for me lately. Whoa, 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 whoa. They've we have some. Huh? They've been hosting our podcast so people can listen to us. Yeah, but geographically <laughs> they have been doing <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, yeah. It's gone. Like I haven't. I mean, we're running out of states. I think the only state we don't have a listener in is like Hawaii and Louisiana. No, we had one in Hawaii. Really? No, we had one in Alaska. Oh, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that one download that was mistaken. That one listened by some guy who was like, "This isn't what I thought it was." <laughs> this isn't free cooking or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I think it's always windy in Hawaii. That might might be bad for hey. flying. No. Slope soaring. Slope soaring. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. Hey, you and go. you got idiots flying quadcopters into like lava pits. Volcanoes, too. right? Yeah. And then yeah. get, getting tased. 
then you got two other idiots making fun of that idiot (laughs) on a podcast i was looking at the countries i saw algeria i don't know if we have yet mentioned them but uh so thanks for listening thanks for everybody that listens and uh thanks for listening from algeria all right facebook lights we're at 236 wow all right yeah Yeah, we're uh only one person from last week though but still, 236, is, I like it. I like it. Like yeah, it this has got to be the easiest name ever, so I'm not going to be able to do what I was planned on doing. I want to know what you're planning on doing. but You're going to have to wait and find out. How about if I just butcher this name? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tim King Jr. Thank you. <laughs> I almost said what? Intentionally <laughs> butcher it? <laughs> Doesn't he frequent over those like, like cast uh, podcasts? Crashcast. Tim King? Crashcast, yeah. Crashcast, yeah. Tim King. That sounds familiar, yeah. Yep. Or now the media uh, angle of attack podcast. Yes, I haven't gotten a chance to start listening to that. Um, Wait a minute, we, I'm so behind. Yeah, Crashcast is uh, no longer, and they some couple most of the guys moved over to the angle of attack. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think Crash is taking a break while he's having uh, chemo. Yeah, hopefully uh, he's doing well. So you know, prayers go out to. To crash. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Facebook comments. What do we got here? Our buddy Frank Mordelos yes. said uh, he comments like almost every every, every week. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, great show. The Arnold is freaking killing me. It was awesome. Thank you guys for so much for all you do. I guess he's, he's referring to uh, yes. Arnold that we got to come on Skype and Yes. Cut, cut a little promo for Chris Roberts thing. I don't know how you managed to do that. You know what's funny, people? I, I, when he's on Skype, he almost sounds like me impersonating him. Yeah. So it just it came across like that. Uh, <laughs> dude, it was perfect. I mean, that worked. You know, I listen to these podcasts, like I say, like when I commute and stuff, and oh man, people must think I'm freaking crazy just laughing with my headphones on because <laughs> I hear it. I just I can't help but laugh. It's funny. You know, he's not he's not doing too many more movies and. He's done well, he's with the, time the governor, yeah. So, <laughs> governor, <laughs> he's done done with that. Yeah, he's no longer the governor. He's doing something with uh, lifting now, isn't he? Trying to get people to do bodybuilding. I thought I saw something on Facebook about that. Some oh, really? Possibly, I'm, I'm Na- not sure. National club or something to, to get back in the bodybuilding weightlifting. No, I, I don't know. I'll have to ask him next time he's on. Yeah, do that. But uh, Podbean, uh, also, uh, we have a guy that started following us, and uh, his his name or his whatever he goes by is Dontac26 or Don't AC26. I don't know how he pronounces that. It's so funny, dude. I, every time I say people that have started following you on Podbean and I say that, I think of that stupid movie, It Follows. Did you see that stupid movie? It Follows. I don't it doesn't so. sound familiar. It was a dumb movie, and... I guess the premise was like in a weird way it was trying to trying to push abstinence because it was just a a thing that took over bodies and would follow you and that's all it did and I don't it never caught anybody so I don't know if it actually killed you when it caught him I guess so but uh, the only way to get rid of it was to have sex with somebody and then it would start following them so <laughs> wow. what kind of movie do you watch <laughs> yeah, it was called it follows 
That sounds like somebody got high and thought about how to make that. Movie. Yeah. Sid and Marty Croft had, had grandkids and they you know, put out that movie. <laughs> I got this great idea for a movie, man. It'll be so awesome. <laughs> it follows, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, boy. It's like a thing that doesn't really hurt you, but you had sex, it goes away. We can encompass yeah, sex and all like, this it's, stuff. It's like great. the opposite of crabs. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I watched it and I was like, all right, I'm kind of getting tired of the people just like looking angry and following you. But like, I, I don't know. I guess it did. Uh, I don't I don't remember. See, what happens with me in movies is it's usually a Friday night. I'll sit down. I'll start watching them. And then I have a drink and I have another drink. And like halfway through the movie, I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on. But either this movie's great or it's <laughs> terrible. And I don't I don't watch the rest of it. Right. Like, uh, like Batman. Or I've been overserved. The the Batman movie from the '60s that they actually did like the full blown like two hour movie where you know everybody was in it. Um, you have a couple beers and watch that movie, and Adam West turns into like the best actor you've ever seen. You're like, yeah, Batman, yeah. Uh, right. So like it is TMI. Too much yeah. information. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's right, Batman. What do you? What's your opinion of the new Ghostbuster reboot? Uh, I, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I roll. Dan Aykroyd is in it. Yeah, but I mean, I cameo. I just I can't do it. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a token walk on is all that it is. It's a token yeah, walk on. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Yeah. No way. What else, what else is Dan Aykroyd doing really right now? Nothing. He had time. Yeah. For I'd rather watch Ghostbusters too, to be honest with you, than <laughs> this new one. I yeah. probably won't watch it. Somebody said it's like uh, it's like bridesmaids, but with ghosts. Ghostbusters, right? <laughs> awesome. I don't oh, know. Geez. I mean, I like watching, um, what's her name, Melissa McCarthy movies. I find she's hilarious, but yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. I just, it's my childhood, man. Like, I grew up loving the Ghostbusters as a kid, you know, and it's like, ugh, you guys are remaking it and killing it, and the theme song just sounds horrible now. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I didn't even hear the theme song. And in, a, in a trailer, you, you, if you watch the trailer, that, that song, they, like, dubstep. It just shows you that Hollywood's running out of ideas and... Same with music. Yeah. I mean, they just they're just redoing songs. They they cover songs all the time, and they cover movies basically. Yeah, I took the grandson to see uh, Life of Pets this week. It was pretty good. See that movie? I want to see. It looks, looks hilarious, good. especially that that little scene with the poodle. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. The metal. He was like, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, I like about them 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 Pixar movies are they're kid movies, but they have adult under overtones. Yes. And, and if you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. It's something for the family, the whole family. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched uh, what's that? The Nemo. We did Finding Dory, you know, with my daughter and, and my fiance. And I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was nice. We watched it in three D. It's real colorful, nice. And you know, they had some like things where you're like, no, she didn't get it. <laughs> like she yeah. understood that part. That's cool. Well, it's you know, you got that originality though. I mean, that's something that they really pride themselves on. I mean, let's let's remake War of the Worlds. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right? Really? I mean, let's come up with something a little original, kids. Mm-hmm. You're Hollywood. Yeah. They, they just they run. They're, they're run, seriously running out of ideas, and and the new ideas they have, for the most part, I can tell are just not well thought out. You know, and it just flops. Well, so that's they, why mainly the comic book movies are starting to really are taking off. As I mean, we, me, and the, you know, the people I grew up with, you know, we were all comic book fans. We all read sure. comic books back in the day. Yeah. We always said, when are they going to make a good movie out of the comics? Yeah. You know, that we read and. They're finally doing it now with Marvel, but DC's kind of. I feel like it's hit and miss though with those, you know. 
Some of them are okay. Some of them are actually pretty good, but a lot of them are kind of. Eh. I think the birth of your your dark characters. I think Deadpool really really opened up. Oh, a, dude, Deadpool was the best. Opened yeah, up Deadpool a big was pretty funny. Genre for for that yes. kind of thing. Uh, all right, I'm I'm gonna be a bad a bad comic book movie guy here. I have not seen Deadpool yet. What? Oh, you have I know. To. Right, uh, I know. It's off like my this, friend list. Gone. You see? That's just it. I do those in a night of half. I've totally, oh, totally deleted. I haven't deleted. I, I, you, I, I just haven't gotten around to it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Guys, I don't have cable television in my house. I hate TV, so I don't have any of that crap. Turn but, the code yeah. on and go watch it, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, Fest, I'll bring the movie on there. You can watch it. I don't care if we all just sit around a laptop, have some drinks, and we'll watch that movie at night. It is hilarious. I'm in. Sounds Not great. Like Sounds like a plan. Yeah, let's do it. It's, I'm telling you, I, I watched it probably about six times already. I love that movie. It, and I can't wait for the new, um, what's the squad? Uh, fuck, Toy, Toy Story 4? Yes, Toy Story. No. <laughs> um, with Jessica <laughs> Harley. With the, said, uh, oh, shoot. That new uh, Jason Bourne movie looks pretty good. That looks pretty good, too. I don't know. There's, there's, so, there's, there's some movies that I want to see, but. Uh, what looks good? Busters? No. The Bourne. <laughs> Born a new Jason Bourne movie. There's a new Bourne movie coming out. Like, come yeah. on, Jason Bourne. Yes. Yeah, the Bourne series. You know what movie I liked? And I know we're getting crazy yeah. long into it, but uh, Engine. I watched that movie uh, with Tom Cruise in it. Um, Jack Reacher, I think it was called, and it was okay. just, it was a weird kind of like movie where this thing followed you. No, I'm only kidding. And, <laughs> no, but it was it was some no it was it was like he was a uh, army vet or a uh, military vet and um I some, that. That wasn't that bad. some guy shot it was like a whole frame up movie guy shot somebody they thought it was this guy and helped him out and he was kind of like a badass and I, I saw that they're actually doing another one of those films I don't know what they're going to call it but he's you know going to play that role again hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see that movie Fast and Furious 15. Yeah, yeah if I, I'm good with those. Sorry, we're going to have uh, Human Centipede 4. Oh, three, something like coming out. Something like. Oh, yeah. yeah. What are they on? They're on like, number two? You guys ever see the Human Centipede movie? I saw parts of one, but yeah. I have. Yeah, no, that's rough. Yeah. I, I have carefully chose not to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. That's, that's probably a good thing. I, I I saw a little bit of the first one, and that that was enough for me. Yeah, I was, I was like, okay, I get the gist of this movie. I understand. <laughs> I, get the, I get the gist of it. I'm done. Yeah. No more. I don't even want to. I've seen better film on teeth. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see where we're going with this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Game, of, Game of Thrones fans. I never got into it. I tried a couple. Oh months, my! Never got into it. But all my coworkers, all my friends, you, are like you have you to just gotta get into that. Yeah. See now, I watch now. Everybody's gonna. Kill me for saying this, but I watched the first three seasons, and I don't know. This is my take on these these series. And when they killed everybody, I'm a spoiler alert. When they killed everybody at the one, the one event they had there, whether it was a wedding or something, I don't even know what it was. Red wedding. Yeah, I was like, all right, that sucks because now they just killed off like everybody that I was familiar with, and they left all these evil characters that had no redeeming values to me at all and it was this i felt the exact same way when i watched the sopranos like i binge watched that from start to finish i never watched it and i watched the whole thing and i was like why do people really enjoy this series everybody is an asshole and everybody is evil why do people yeah, like but, this but, you know 
but Game of Thrones gets way better. You need to yeah. check it back up. I've well, been saying, better. yeah, I've been yeah, saying yeah. I gotta I gotta check it out and start watching it again, but uh yeah. yeah, I just haven't had time, man. I don't really watch any TV at all. I watch I watch Walking Dead and I watch Hell's Kitchen. I can yeah. I can listen to Gordon Ramsay yell at people all day long. Yeah, no, that's entertaining. Other, I don't, I don't like. I said I don't have cable TV. I don't deal with it. I can't stand. I can't stand commercials. Yeah, and I don't. I don't want to pay for that. You know. Do you have so. internet? I, obviously. So then you <laughs> can go and get. The <laughs> Didn't you hear him put dimes in the in the uh, payphone? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I've been hearing, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what that, that's what that click sound is right there. I mean, it's just you know. Um, but no, I, I have, I, you know, I got, I got Netflix okay, and yeah, uh, I got Amazon prime and, uh, I got a, a program called Cody. You watch whatever you want. I mean, it's just, so there you go. Yeah. I, it's yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I just haven't, I haven't watched Deadpool yet. So I got to have to, uh, well, it's flight, Fe- flight fest. We're going to watch it. So I'm in totally. Let's do it. I wanted to quote Deadpool <laughs> when you said you hadn't watched it. I wanted to go, what the shit? <laughs> and you know what? I I'm not really a fan of Ryan Reynolds, but oh my god, I, I am now. I am now. Yes. Am. After this, it changed my opinion about him. But all right, all right. Let's let's get back on track here. We're an RC podcast show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, iTunes reviews. Yeah, I checked. There's nothing new. All right. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read it on the next episode. We really will. We really will. Really want to. So please. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> and don't just say Deadpool was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't I care. You guys. I'll, I'll say that on there again. <laughs> this is an RC podcast. Don't say Todd Obstacle's lame for not seeing Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can. I don't really care. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough of this silliness here. Listen, you know, uh, when I'm out on the street, you know, uh, people always come up to me and they say, hey, Arnold, yeah, get to the chopper. Yeah, you know, like, I haven't heard that, like, a million times. So, listen, you know, if you want to see all the helicopters, you can go to this uh, little thing up in uh, Rochester, New York. It's uh, the Rochester Aero Modeling Society, or RAMS. Yeah, you know, if you if you change those letters around, it spells Mars. And uh, I was going to tell you something about that, but uh, I can't recall. <laughs> yeah, you get it, right? Yeah, shut up, you idiot. Listen to me. It's three-day helicopter event, and uh, it's the largest in uh, the Northeast in September around Labor Day. You know, labor yourself up there and go check out some of these pilots, you know. It's the home uh, field of, you know, Mr. Chris Rybert and uh, the other guy, you know, that uh, the Kyle guy, you know, the guy that flies uh, pretty good. Yeah, you know, and it's grown, you know, over the last uh, couple of years. They've had, like, over a hundred helicopter pilots and, uh, like, a thousand spectators you know but it's not the t-1000 so you know you don't have to worry about it reacquiring you there so you know it's labor day weekend it's september it's friday saturday and sunday what did you think it was going to be on a tuesday so just go up there you know and if you miss this one i'm going to show up at your flying field and i'm going to poke your eyes out with my stogie you idiot Email us, uh, FreeFlowRC at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash FreeFlowRC podcast. Don't forget to check out our website. Uh, we got a whole section on our Helifester, so if you're into helis, even if you're not into helis, come take a look at these awesome pictures uh, that Jeff took. Uh, you know, one of our former hosts. It's nice to uh, definitely see him and hang out with him. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Flight test forums, talking about flight tests. 
you know, Nick takes uh, care of that for us and does a great job. So go over there and let him know he's doing a great job. Or if he's not doing a great job, bust Thanks, his chops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I can't wait to see Nick again. I couldn't believe, I mean, I know I, I probably said this a billion times, but I couldn't believe he drove the 11 hours to come to our heli fun flight. That's just, wow. Yeah. Appreciate it. But, um, all right. Hey guys, if you're planning on heading out to FlightFest this year, come check out Kevin Matusek and Todd Optional. They'll be bringing their homemade DIY CNC machine. Ooh. Nice. If you ask nicely, I'm sure they'll cut you something and that you can build and fly at the event. Well, what if you don't ask nicely? Well, then you're considered a douchebag in my book. So you could get stepping. <laughs> I get what? You could get stepping. Like, take a walk, take a hike. Jack. <laughs> okay, and I'll walk back to 1992. <laughs> Step off, boy. FlyFest is July 14th through the 17th. Yes, can't wait, man. Yeah, man, I can't wait. So I was talking to Kevin, and he did mention that I think he spoke to Alex or Austin, and they might have the CNC machine uh, set up in the build tent or one of the build tents. Oh, nice. Awesome, yeah. That'll be cool. It'll be great. I can't wait. If I don't finish my thing, they might have to clear a spot for me. <laughs> I think you're going to need the whole building. <laughs> if you are heading to FlyFest, definitely come by and see us. Kevin and I will be there. We're going to have our free for rc podcast banner up. So, you know, you'll definitely see us somewhere in the RV uh, area. If you want to get in touch with Kevin Matusik or Todd, optional, come to FlyFest. See him there. Come shake their hands. Ask them nicely about you know, maybe cutting something for you on their CNC machine. Ask them how it's done. Um, do you want to give any other information to our listeners before we sign off? Uh, look for uh, the CNC. The uh, I think we're calling it Rascal, Todd. Yeah, we're going to call it the Rascal. We're going to call it the Rascal CNC. Look for that. We're going to have uh, that and release that, and it's going to be all the links to uh, uh, buy all the pieces and parts you need to put this together and an instructional video probably, and there'll be probably instructional videos after that to mm-hmm. put it all together. You guys should uh, get a domain, get a website, and really like push the CNC DIY CNC. You know, you get know, all your videos of, on there. Get all your, you know. There's there's a lot of guys out there that are doing a lot of DIY CNC. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, yeah, thanks to all our listeners and all the folks that we, uh, you know, kind of see on Facebook and hang out with on Facebook. Thank you and uh, free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. See you, Flight Fest. Right. See you, Flight Fest. Quite fast, woo! 2016! Woo! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> hey, we're gonna have to do like a little uh, commercial for those guys in their CNC when they get it together. They get all the details. You know? Um,